0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Uh my name is Luke Chaconis, not joined today by Sean Allen Young. Sean is currently away in bright and sunny Florida. He's soaking up some rays and Pounding some Coronas or some sort of tropical beverage, I'm assuming. Probably a Piña Colada. A Piña Colada to call back to <laughs> the first season a or Sex on the Beach. A Sex on the Beach that could be correct. But mm-hmm. as you just heard, those two voices. I am joined today by Tom Souls. Hello. And Anthony Kerlott. What up? And if you have been listening to the show prior to this episode, that's right. I got it right. I said listening instead of watching. I'm Yay. trying to trying new to be year. better in the new, new year, year. Trying yeah. to be better. Uh, That was a note for me. I forgot to say that, too. That was a note for me. Uh, If you had been listening to the show prior to this episode, you know that we have been saying for weeks now that we are going to have a special bonus episode of the program, and that is right now. That is what you're listening to, and today we are totally talking 2018 movies. That was a lot of alliteration, but I got through it, and I'm very happy. So kind of a disclaimer before we get into all this uh, shenanigans. If you don't like the longer episodes... Probably not the episode for you listening today. If you don't like episodes about where we talk movies, probably not going to want to listen today. Yeah. Uh, there will be no sports today, no Sean's stories today. That will all be on our very first episode of Season 2, uh, which should be coming out in a few days once Sean right. is back from vacation. So yeah, any, now we got that yeah. out of the way. Spoiler alert too, yes. we, with, the,
1: with the exception of movies that have come out within the last couple of weeks... We're probably going to spoil some movies. Yeah,
0: and if we do, so. we're going to try to beforehand say like, hey, I might go into a spoiler. So if you haven't seen that yeah. movie, maybe skip ahead 10 seconds or you know, put it on pause or whatever. Just know that there could be some things spoiled here today. I, I mean, we're going to talk all the big blockbusters at some point. Avengers. I mean, you know, anything else that was big uh, is going to get probably talked about here. But we're going to try our best to not spoil it for those who did not see it. Peppermint. Peppermint. We'll be spoiled. <laughs> Which is big. Anthony watched the movie Peppermint. Anthony, why did you watch the movie Peppermint? Because... We're in a bet. We were in a bet. (laughs) And before we can get anywhere else with this show, uh, we need to figure out who won the bet. Now, how this bet really kind of came across, and it was never really a bet because we didn't bet anything. I kind of wish we would have in hindsight. It was really more of a challenge. It was a challenge. It was a challenge of, of two men who love movies and they wanted to have a scholarly wager of who was a little bit more of a, a movie master this year than the other. I we also
2: that, have no free time.
0: It's exactly. I am, I we don't have do only anything.
2: free time. Maybe that's we, we
0: Oh yeah, we have lots of free we time. We have lots of free time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so the opposite of no free time. So how this all kind of came about besides that little synopsis right there is every year I keep track of the movies that I see in theaters Anthony does as well. We always talk about them. We always kind of see who watched more, who watched this Pretty much for the first 10 months of the year, Anthony was kicking my ass. If I if I wanted to put pretty much, I'd say from January to October, I feel like Anthony definitely saw more movies than I did. And then towards the last two to two and a half months of the year, I kind of kicked it into overtime. And that led to this great little contest of who could see the most 2018 releases. Now, it's important to note, uh, movies that you see in theaters obviously count. Movies that we streamed on uh, Red uh, excuse me, Netflix or Hulu, HBO Go, those all counted and obviously renting from Redbox or if you just watch on a plain old D V D or Blu-ray. Or if you found a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah well, good for uh, you. Is yeah. <laughs> one left in Oregon? Correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, or Alaska yep. or, or something like that. Somewhere somewhere yeah. the uh, west. I have a family west. video. Yeah. Yeah. That would have live, that would have counted. So. so we did that. We kept uh, track of every single movie we saw. And we saw a lot. It was a lot. And we are about to find out finally who the winner is. Tom has the number. I have the number. I don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. I I will say this. uh, Regardless of what happens, I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of Anthony. Although I'm not really proud of us at the same time because we watched a lot of shit. Right. Yes. No one needs to see traffic. Kind of in between. I don't even know what that one
2: is. Didn't that come out like 13 years ago? Correct. Probably Probably (laughs) did.
0: Oh wait, is the, that the traffic with a K? Uh, it was Paula Patton, I think, and um, the dude from House, like the black couple. Yeah, I can't who, think of, I can't think of his name. Oh, but that it's, it's a movie awful. about sex trafficking, and it's like a drama. Yeah. Idiot, uh, I watched it on dude, HBO.
2: Needless, needless to say though, January first was a great day because I didn't have to watch a movie.
0: It's funny because I did watch a couple movies <laughs> to get my list in order. Uh, also, real quick, then kind of going once we find out the results of the bet, without goes without saying, you'll see it in the title. We'll be ranking our top ten worst and our top ten best movies of the year. We'll get to that in just a second. But I am now going to hand it over to Tom, who knows the numbers. I'm going to shake Anthony's hand. I'm
2: it's a little, been a pleasure. I'm a little clammy. Um, I'm a little nervous. I think, I,
0: I think I'm just going to give a prediction here. I think Anthony's going to have me buy about four or five movies. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know. I I never knew what your number was since, like, October. And it's been a while. We've watched a lot of shit. It's been a crazy roller coaster. Tom, give us the best kind of build up that you can before <laughs> just saying two numbers.
1: Tom, tell us how many movies you saw.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah.
1: First of all, Let's, so I did see the least amount of movies, but it is a lot. A, a lot. It is a personal record for mm-hmm. sure. I've never kept track, but yes. this is without a doubt the most movies I've ever 100%. watched. 100%. I watched 62. That is impressive. 62 movies. That broke and that, my previous yeah, record. And, yeah, and what was your previous personal record? 56 was my 56. personal previous record. So we all bested Luke's personal best. Good to hear. Uh, previous personal best. And I watched 62 Okay. Uh, but now on to the important number. Here we go. On to the important number. After 12 long months, we've gone to the card, and the winner, by unanimous decision, Anthony Michael Woo! Curla. Congratulations. With, Boom. With 88 movies. <laughs> wow. 88 <Holy> movies. Cow.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so many oh movies. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, uh, Luke, you had 76.
0: Damn. 88, 76. God damn. You know what? I think I would rather... Uh, obviously, you want to win. No one wants to compete for second. But I'd rather lose by 12 than, two? like, 2. I would have been really pissed that I lost by 1 or 2. And, uh, man, it was... That's crazy. 88. 88 movies. Wow. Wow, that's I think, impressive. I, thank you.
2: Shit. It's not. It's not something I'm necessarily proud of. Yeah. As uh, I don't know if my family saw me much over the Christmas <laughs> break. I was there for presents, and yeah. then once presents were over, I hid in the basement. We're gonna talk. Oh, good. But you're, you're for the last two weeks of 2018, mm-hmm. I saw
1: 29 films.
0: See, so here's wow. what I, here, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think, and we'll look at the numbers. Well, okay. Everything. So
1: when we had the Halloween party, yes. I asked both of you your numbers, Uh and you were both within one of each other. It was like forty-seven to forty-six, yeah, or something like Uh that. Yeah, and that was no—that was the Christmas party. Christmas. That was the Christmas party. Yeah, it was.
0: I was. I was at fifty-six or fifty-seven at that party. That that night, I had just tied or beaten my previous record. Yeah, and you guys were real close. Yeah. So I, didn't know that you were crazy, No, 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 no. I haven't known these. I, I, I don't remember even... I think at one point in time, I remember your number maybe around October at the Halloween party was like in the 40s somewhere. Yeah. You were like at the low 40s and I was in like the late 20s.
2: I just remember seeing Halloween in theaters yeah. mid-October. And that was my fortieth film. So I saw forty eight movies. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to look at my list. And that's just miserable.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot. It is an insane amount. I don't have to. That's more than one every other day. Uh, It
2: averages about a little over two movies a day. Yeah. Yeah, that
0: is that is an insane number. That we we both watched since uh, October first when we
1: moved to Chicago.
0: We've all watched a lot of movies. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah. Just. That is insane. More than half my list. more Really more than all. And right. Honestly, I'm
0: not... I'm Obviously, again, I would love to have won, but I'm just impressed. Like, that is so many movies. <laughs> <That's> so many.
2: <laughs> now you know why it was so difficult.
0: Well, You're I think for me also, now this... I'm not saying I want to do this game again. Yeah. I think though what I do want to do down the road is I'm definitely going to go for one year. I try to hit 100, because I can do it easily. Easily, because I think had I watched as many movies as I have in the past two months as I did all year, yeah. I would have. Eased, I could have. I could have won this thing. But I didn't watch much in the beginning.
2: No, because I
0: mean you, you had were the, you had that movie pass. I mean I you did. had me there. I mean I was yeah. And we'll we'll get to, we're gonna have the breakdowns here in a bit of or towards the end of the episode of of who got what, who won what, um, in terms of streaming and theater and all this other stuff. But, yeah, well, congratulations. Thank you. My hat is off to you. That Thank is, you. That is very... That's impressive. That's impressive. So, uh, since you're the winner, I'm going to give you the honor to talk about the shit that you saw first. Ooh, we're going to transition out of this, yeah. uh, and we're going to transition boy. into our, our top 10 worst of the year. How this is going to work is as follows. We will all kind of go around and give some dishonorable mentions, if you will, right. and then Anthony will start us off, and he will give us his 10 through 6... Just back to back to back to back. I think that was five. I don't know if it was. Who cares? Back to back to back to back to back.
2: There you go.
0: Five, and then Tom will do the same. I will do the same, and then from there we will go five 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 four 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 three 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 all the way down until we each give our one, the only, the biggest turd clogged in the toilet in 2018, and there. Were a <laughs> There was a lot. And at the, end of this ep- this, at the end of this episode, we'll talk overall about 2018 as a movie year as a whole. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of holes, let's get to the biggest butthole movies of 2018. <laughs> Anthony, give us your dishonorable mentions and then your 10 through 6.
2: Uh, I'll give just a couple dishonorable mentions. And I'm sure they're going to maybe be in some other people's. So I don't know if I really want to. I will say, though, I'll, I'll say my first dishonorable mention is The Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy the Cloverfield franchise. I enjoy what they do with it of just like, surprise, this right. is part of this universe. I think with that aspect, I'll still always enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I
1: don't know where they're going with it. I don't know how long yeah. we're going to stretch uh, this That movie is also out. in the bottom third of my list. And I'm with you. Like, I enjoy the franchise, but it's easily the worst of the three yeah. that they put out.
0: I... I'll be talking about this movie yeah, in, cause... in very soon, because I <laughs> love the first one. I really enjoyed 10 Cloverfield Lane, and this one was uh, something else. So it'll be coming up soon for me.
2: Um, another dishonorable mention, which Luke will go extremely full in depth with, is First Reformed. We're just going to hold off on that for a hot second. Okay. And then my other dishonorable mention, I'm going to say is Cargo. It was a Netflix zombie oh, wow. film. Martin Freeman was great, but the story as a whole was not enjoyable. That cracked me. my top 20. Holy crap.
0: Yep. Well, fun. All righty. Okay. Uh, cool.
2: Do we want to mentions or do dishonored mentions? No, want to just age? go ahead. we okay.
0: go into 10th All starts, right.
2: Yeah. The 10th worst film I saw this year <laughs> is uh, a Netflix film called Sierra Burgess is a loser. And well, that's bullying, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title. Uh, it is a Netflix rom-com okay. starring the girl who plays Barb from Stranger Things. Just all the cliche Teen rom-coms that I despise. Oh. Uh, next was Truth or Dare, Ugh. just not needed. Yeah, just typical. I see a lot of tea. horror movies too. I think I more did. horror me. Is, so, yeah. is one of my favorites. So even even bad horror I will see. But that is nah. yeah. next another horror movie that I started 2018 with Insidious: The Last Key. Mm kill the
0: franchise love will make you do some stupid shit huh going to see yeah. that movie yes <laughs> then, it
2: will uh-huh. i came home from that movie and my apartment was flooding so i just should have
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i should have never left it was a bad omen I it guess. was very bad this let's see where am i where do i stop one two three four five okay i got two more mm-hmm. this one might cause controversy i did not like this movie at all and that is crazy rich asians mm. yeah oh,
0: I I didn't see it, but people love it. Yeah, they love
2: it. I don't know. Maybe rom coms just aren't not, aren't my yep. thing. And, that, and that's not true because I do. I don't know. Maybe it's because they were super rich, and mm-hmm. I think that just carries with it a certain level of pretentiousness. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't root for these people.
0: Yeah, and a lot of a lot of there's even been some minimal like awards. I know chatter. I And the main it, so the main
2: it. girl yeah. was fine. It had a nice moment at the end, but yeah. overall, no thanks. And then to round out
0: your six. Number
2: 6 is Gati.
0: <laughs> and it's not a terrible movie. I think. No, I think
2: it just gets a bad rap for being that zero percent. I think people. Movie.
0: It, it's definitely become a thing where people like to hate on it. To hate on. It. It's not good. I'm not defending Actually, it. At all. I don't know
2: what John Schult is doing. Was he
0: good? Was he bad? <laughs> in it? Was he acting? Was he not? What's how many? Going
2: on? <laughs> how many time jumps did that movie take? How many
0: pitbull songs were in that? movie? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah.
2: the other thing. Is they had songs from the 2010s.
0: You're like, this is all it's They've got, like, got like 80s and 90s, like, yeah. good songs, and it's like, interesting yeah. soundtrack. Which makes sense mm-hmm. because the movie is set in the, in the 80s, 80s and the 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but when Pitbull was playing at their barbecue. <laughs> yeah,
0: the 4th of July. Yeah, 4th of July. <laughs> I did uh, not know yeah. what was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That, there was a lot of stink in there. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's nothing that I can say I really disagree with, so. Thank you. All right. All right. Tom, all right. To you, Dishonorables. Uh, I have
1: a general Dishonorable mention. Like, movies that just finished out of my, like, bottom 10, okay. were. Uh, The Meg, Skyscraper, some cheesy action movies. Like, Anthony loves horror movies. I love action movies. Mm -hmm. I'll watch basically any action movie. Um, But those movies just fell. But I have a general dishonorable mention to Netflix. And we can get on to this later. But I just did the math real quick. Like, five of my top bottom ten are Netflix original movies or Netflix-funded movies. Plus, like, two or three more in the next five to ten movies. Like, there are so many Netflix movies in the bottom third of my list. And I just don't know... If they're, it's like they're just throwing shit at the wall, hoping something sticks, mm-hmm. rather than putting real effort into making good movies. Because they do have some good ones that will appear, not necessarily in my top 10, but higher, higher on my list. Yep. But yeah, and we'll get into that later. But they just make a general, a lot of crap.
0: A lot of crap. Lot I, of crap. I think I, I'm with you in the... When I actually made my list, there were some ones higher up that I didn't expect, but overall. They have a great idea with streaming. Mm-hmm. Right. They need to take a step back and take a breath and not I stream so much I want them to so focus on shit. quality over quantity. Exactly. That's perfect. You can't say it better than that. Honestly. That's the, what it is.
2: Yeah. They had a good amount of good ones. Even, like, yeah. they did a lot of teenage rom-coms, mm-hmm. and a lot of them yeah. were bad, but... I I also saw to all the boys I've ever loved or whatever that was that was a that was a good film
0: yeah I heard that rom com set it up is really good too I I watched that it's not in my top ten but or top twenty even but like father which was that Kelsey Grammer Kristen Bell I really enjoyed that yeah it was movies like that and Outlaw King which I know we kind of were different on but I still overall it was not bad. Right. Much better than some of the other shit. Oh absolutely. But I'm I with I'm absolutely. with you hundred percent on Netflix. They have a one hundred percent of movies. They gotta yeah. figure some stuff out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all right, give us your okay. ten through uh, six.
1: Ten, I have a Netflix movie called Anon, which is short 10. for anonymous. Is that so the Jerry Little one? No. Oh. No. That just wait, Anthony. <laughs> uh this one has Amanda Seafried, um Oh shit, what is his name? Famous there's a famous Jaleel White actor. Uh, oh. I totally had his name. I forgot. Anyway, okay. it's like a slightly futuristic sci-fi thing where everyone has like a computer in their eyes and they can scan people. Okay. Like whatever. Uh, I have the third Maze Runner movie. The which Death all, Cure? Yeah, The Death Cure, yeah. Maze Runner 3, Death Cure, whatever. Yeah, I've seen the first oh, two, okay. which is a, the only reason I watched the third one. Yeah. I watched the first couple movies yeah. rather than just jumping to the sequels, like <laughs> The Man to My Left Here, Lucas Chaconis. That's, that's not me. Um, right.
0: I had to win. It uh, didn't work. It's,
1: it's like not awful, but it's just not great, yeah. whatever. And I actually think the first one's kind of goes amazing. I don't right? mind but the first yeah. one. first one's okay. Yeah, first one's kind, right. It just gets kind of messy and whatever. Uh, I have First Reformed. Um, I didn't hate it quite as much as you did, mm-hmm. Luke, but it is just really fucking weird at the end. For, like, the sake of being weird, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. but we will get into that. And, I, Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. Um, not good, because you can't get any of the, you know, like, you can't really get all the people back, you mm-hmm. know, they get Charlie Day or whatever, but, and it's crazy, it's dumb. Uh, and then a Netflix movie called Mute that had Alexander Skarsgård and oh. Paul Rudd. Yep. Um... It was okay, not great. Um, I really don't hate these movies; they're just not good, and I don't have any real desire to ever watch them again.
0: Okay, so interesting. I there's again, I haven't heard any movie yet that I've been like, "Oh, what are you guys crazy?" I I agree with everything for the most part. Anon was Clive Owen. That's it. That's it. I like Clive. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so many, a lot of good actors that we've named to yeah. be yeah. shit boxes and yeah. turds of it, you know whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, mm well uh, Amanda Seafried was in two of those movies I just named which uh non- first reformed, reformed. yep yeah.
1: not a good year but whatever she's collecting the checks I'm no, not so hey that's how it she works is bigger. Yes.
0: that's how it works alright I'm gonna get in through mine uh my dishonorable mentions Netflix two Netflix films on here I have Game Over Man just a comedy wow. that wasn't much of a comedy Extinction the Michael Pena sci-fi movie yep. just was I love Michael Pena he does, he's such a good actor mm-hmm. that movie was not good Twelve Strong bored the shit out of me. You know, I know it's a movie about real-life mm-hmm. events, and I think that's awesome. And everything... And I love Chris Hemsworth. I just... To me, it was very boring. Traffic was another dull one. I thought it had a good message about sex trafficking, and it was an interesting, like, kind of thing, because I don't... I'm not very well-versed in that, so it was kind of interesting to learn, but overall, it's just very dull, and just doesn't really click a lot. And uh, a movie called Thoroughbreds. It was also not a right. few, John. Horses? No, it's about these two girls who kind of set up a plot to try to kill a stepfather and anton yelchin i think it was like his oh. last movie and i really like him he was pretty good in it it wasn't awful it was just whatever so those are some dishonorable ones so my number 10 is death wish death wish with bruce willis this is oh. not good yeah. it takes place in chicago that's always uh, fun but it's not good and okay. i i kind of forgot how bad it was until i went back and watched the trailer for it the other day and a lot of people were like bruce willis just kind of doesn't act in it, and I was like, you know what, I forgot, you're right, he doesn't act in it, he's just like, he's just going through the motions, like he's there to collect a paycheck.
2: Does he ever really
0: act? Uh, have you seen Armageddon? Okay. We win, Gracie, click, boom! Uh, so that's my number 10. Number 9, another movie based off True Events, The 1517 to Paris. Really enjoyed the ending of this movie, like, the last 10 minutes is real good, but the hour and 20 minutes leading up to it is boring as shit. And it is the actual guys yeah, playing yeah, themselves, yeah. so that's kind of cool. It's kind of like Act of Valor, if you saw that in yeah, yeah, 2012, yeah, yeah. I think that came out. So I kind of like that premise. It's just, it's, it's boring. Most of it is these three yeah. guys backpacking through Europe, like on vacation. And then it kind of flashes back to the train where this big incident happens. And then the ending is the culmination of the train. And that part was good. Like, that last ten minutes was good. Yeah. Everything leading up to it was not It's bad. like they
1: took a short story and tried to make it a full-length story. Yeah. correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. Yes. My number eight, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Hmm. I just, I'm not. I think this might be on some other lists or whatnot. I don't uh, know if it is, uh, but I will just say that the island stuff is great. The opening is great. The minute they leave the island and go to that stupid fucking mansion, yeah. it turns into a mess. The cloning of the kids? Come yeah. on, who gives? It? We want dinosaurs. We don't want kid orphanages cloned running all around in a muck. It's it's stupid. And I left that movie actually thinking, like, man, if, like, myself from, like, ten years ago could see me, like, hating, like, just a stupid popcorn Jurassic Park movie, it would, like, be like, what are you, like, some right. old Cremungeon? But it's just yeah. not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's my 14th worst movie. So, like, uh, yeah, another yeah. kind of honorable and engine. And we've yeah.
1: talked about this, but you're exactly right. Everything on the island, great. Cool. Off yep. the island, bad. It's awful. And it's, I think they were, like, you know, the second Jurassic Park movie went off the island yeah. and onto the mainland in mm-hmm. the United States. And that that was bad, and I think they wanted to try that again, mm-hmm. but it's just in a, like a different way, yep. but it didn't work. And now it makes me think the way that movie ended—it's going like Planet of the Apes style, where like dinosaurs are out in the wild. Yep. that's what and I was going to say. Where I don't are know, we? Are they going like dinosaurs are going to start taking over the world, or like what, what's know. going on?
2: Because we because we got one more film, mm-hmm. and there is no island anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the island is Earth. Yeah, so yeah. It's I. Just... I don't know where they're gonna also, go. Also, Jeff
0: it. Goldblum was in the movie for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And they market they yeah. made him literally his scenes in the trailer are his scenes in the movie. Yeah. And yeah. I hate when movies do that. And yeah. they do it all the time, and I had a feeling going into it, that's how it was gonna be. But he is everything you see him in the trailer is his role in mm-hmm. the movie. And that's it's like it's false advertising in a way. Yeah. But I mean it is what it is. So that, that's my number eight. My number seven is Mom and Dad, a movie I think that was on Hulu that we watched. That movie is a movie that also kind of is an overall trend on my list this year. With some of the complaints I have with a lot of movies, a fantastic premise and just absolutely shit delivery. Yeah. We're not going through
1: all the movies we watched, but yeah. that was a general theme this year too. Like just,
0: starting off strong and cannot close. Yeah, and just I like There's so many movie. good ideas, yeah, I and, and like you it. just it could have been so much better. The only <clears> reason <throat> it's not lower on my list is because Nicolas Cage is batshit crazy, and it is fun to watch him act like yeah. a maniac. But it's... And I'm not going to get in We're not going to do, like, full reviews or anything. But the premise itself is just interesting. For some reason, these parents want to kill their kids. And I was like, as, like, a horror movie thriller thing, I was like, that could be kind of interesting. And it's just a mess. It's like a... It's a shaky cam, just mess of a movie. And it's also just kind of boring. See,
2: I I enjoyed it. I did not think it was boring. And uh, the person I saw it with was like, well, why, why did they want to do it? And I feel like a lot of people are like, they would need to know the why or they need to see yeah. the why. Yep. Which I, I didn't need to for that film. Because yep. it was just like, sometimes parents break because yep. kids are little shits. Mm-hmm. And so that, I kind of, I I'm was a okay You're it. a teacher. I am, yes. <laughs> I think, and I'm worried. Yeah. I, no worries. I will not get I'm, to the I'm, point I, I, yes, yes, yes. of him... I'm trying to think of what they all did. It got violent. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not good. yeah, it's not. I liked when his parents showed up. No, he's going to see this movie. I'm going to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. When his parents showed up, yeah, and so the parents tried to kill Nicholas yeah. Cage. I,
0: I I I don't ever say like I saw that coming. God knows I watched Tully and still had to try to figure that movie <laughs> out for a week. We'll get to that later. But that was one movie, Mom and Dad, when the parents came. They were like, They're going to try to kill Nick Cage, and that's. I, I called it. Yeah. I don't ever. I I rarely lying. ever get to say it's I called it. Yeah. I I thought it was. It could be such a cool idea for a movie. And they like just I agree
1: that it's stupid fun, but yeah. it could have been stupid good. Yeah. Like yeah. Like
0: I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Just... Um. And then rounding up my six worst movie of the year. Anthony brought up earlier. Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, I love the first Cloverfield. I absolutely love it. It's like a movie I associate with my childhood and like being a young teenager. Uh, The 10 Cloverfield Lane, although it's not really a straight sequel, I'm cool with it because it's a good movie and I love John Goodman in it. And this one, the reason I hate this one so much is not because how they marketed it. I thought it was brilliant, Mm -hmm. the marketing they did, or lack thereof, showing it during Super Bowl and saying, hey, when this game's over, you can watch this movie when it goes up at 9 or 10 o'clock. That's very cool. That was so cool. The movie itself is shit because in that marketing they promise all these big answers to the first one, and we don't get them. No, you, do, you don't. You don't get any of them. The the last minute kind of shoehorns it in that. Oh yeah, this is still in the Cloverfield right. universe. Right. It's just a shitty sci-fi movie that deals with time vortexes and space jumping yep. and all this other shit, mm-hmm. and it's just boring. It's a boring fucking movie. And as a huge fan of the first, thinking I was going to get questions from the first answered. I only left with more questions.
2: Yeah, it's just because it's a disappointing film. Absolutely. Because you're like, okay, we're going somewhere, we're going somewhere, yep. we're going somewhere. Yeah. And then it's like, okay.
0: Had even like it been an hour and a half of being like, what the fuck is happening? But in the last 10 minutes, I got connection into the first one. Yeah. I would have been more okay with it other than the last 30 seconds the alien stopping the ship that's coming into earth or whatever, or wherever it was. And then it roars and that's how it ends. It was just like, Oh yeah, I forgot. This is a Cloverfield thing. Yeah. So we have to do something Cloverfield related. Yeah. It's a disappointment. So, all right, that was my six Anthony, give us your five and now we'll go five, five, five. Okay. My fifth
2: is red sparrow. What Ooh. a long, boring film that I just couldn't care any less about. You've got talented people. You've got Jennifer Lawrence, Joel Edgerton, I'm trying to think of anybody else who's in that film. But just stretching out... You paid to see this in the theater. I movie pass. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, but you got a really talented cast. It was two hours and 20 minutes. I just couldn't care. It was Jennifer Lawrence
0: phoning it in. That was my one question. I've said it before on the show. She loves the... I think she phones it in. I think she's great. She
2: had a good accent. And then it got like really violent but, for no reason. But it, it's There was like this yeah. skinning alive scene. And it's like, I don't need to Was Joel to good in it at least? Joel Edgerton? Yeah. You're but, kind of again, it's just it's a boring film. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay, that was your number and five. And
2: spy films can be really cool. And yeah, if also, done correctly. They can also yes. be really boring. I agree. And
1: that one was really boring. Mm. Okay, Tom, your number uh, five? Number five worst? Mom and Dad. Uh, I mean, not much more to say other than, you know, yeah. great premise, not well executed, fun to watch in a cage, be crazy, but mm-hmm. all in all, that doesn't make it a good movie, Yeah. And,
0: yeah. And that, was a, that was a Hulu one, correct? I think we yeah, watched that on we watched Hulu. I didn't watch so, a ton of Hulu movies, so I can't really go yeah. the road of Netflix. Are they just right. throwing shit to the wall to let it well, stick? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Hulu focuses a little more on TV, TV. than they do. Movies.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't think it's a Hulu original. No, it's not. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's just nah, that. Like, it well, no, it's not no, a Hulu they original. We just put it, it on. There. Put it on okay. yeah, Hulu doesn't really
0: do original movies. Oh, okay. I thought they did. That's my mistake. Okay. My number five is a movie some people may know, may not. Action Point. That was the Johnny Knoxville opens up an amusement park. I love Johnny Knoxville. I love the Jackass movies. Bad Grandpa's great. He's super charismatic. This is a bad movie. And they try to get you saying that Johnny Knoxville does all his own stunts, which he does. But it's not like Bad Grandpa where he's doing his own stunts and the people are reacting around him are yeah. genuinely reacting. It's him doing his own stunts in a movie that has a fucking horrible script and story right. and plot. And is this and movie not entirely scripted? Yeah, okay. 100%. It's, just a, it's a movie in which their lead, who is known for doing crazy stunts, yeah. does crazy stunts. And I love Johnny Knoxville to death, but this was bad. Even The Ringer was okay. I like The really Ringer. It's a like... funny movie. It is, yeah, I, know I know it's definitely a controversial movie, and I can understand right. why, but it's funny. Yeah. I think it's a funny movie. Yeah. I like Johnny Knoxville. I thought he was good in Walking Tall, I think yeah, I think I think overall he's not mm-hmm. bad. Right. Um, this, on the other hand, though, was not good, not good at all. Action point. <laughs> Anthony, you're number four.
2: Number four, the Marine Six, close quarters. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: dedication! I, I mean, I no, can't I, that.
2: I would not have seen this movie except one of my friends from high school gave me all the Marines on Blu-ray for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what a terrible film! <laughs> the writing is terrible. The setup is awful. Like I don't think it ties into any of the previous movies. I just not believe six of them at this point. Yeah. One. Well, we might not well, get another one. Spoiler! Yeah.
0: Now don't spoil it, an Anthony, for that huge fan base. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, yeah, it's yeah. C- no, just I've seen that. the I've seen and the- it got suit like. Shawn Michaels was falling down this tunnel and then a spike just went straight through his chest. It got very violent for uh, no I've reason. I've
0: seen the first I've seen the third and the fourth one with Miz, because obviously the Miz is my favorite wrestler, mm-hmm, for those right. who don't know. Um and I echo the same thing. Like had the Miz not been in them, I would not have given it the time. To, I never saw five, I'm I'm not gonna see six.
2: I don't get how they make money.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Is he at least charismatic in them, do you think?
2: Yeah, but it's like it's hard to separate their they're not good actors yeah. outside of their wrestling personas. This is, this is my next quote.
0: How Cena and The Rock have kind of transferred over into bigger things. Do we see that with Miz? No. Okay.
2: I mean, because, yeah, he's an extremely charismatic individual. Yeah. But I don't think he's able to differentiate into different
0: roles or yeah. something like that. For,
2: because the quality of the movie just
0: doesn't provide yeah. him that opportunity. Maybe if he gets something a chance. maybe Yeah. Different.
2: The script isn't good. The the plot isn't new. Uh,
0: I feel like this is something Vince McMahon's executive executive producing. Like this is a paycheck. Here we go. Yep. You know, happy Maybe,
2: the best thing about it, it was eighty five minutes long.
0: That's the best. Yep. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Tom, you're number four. Uh, it's that Jared Leto movie you referenced
1: earlier, Anthony, The Outsider. I uh, it was terrible. Uh, it's a story about Jared Leto plays a guy in World War II who's cap taken captive, and stays in Japan. Uh, upon the end of the war like after release or gets out or whatever but stays in japan to and he ends up working for the yakuza you mm-hmm. know the big gang there or whatever yep. and there then there's a love story in there somewhere and honestly i part of the reason it's in my bottom five i can't remember it yep. of every movie on this <laughs> on my list it's the movie i remember the least mm-hmm. which obviously doesn't mean good things yeah um and yeah, I would say more about it, but like I said... You don't remember it. I don't remember it. It's not a good so, movie. doesn't have some sort of impact yeah. on you. It yeah. not be good. So. Yeah.
0: All right, my... What do Number four? Four. My number four is The Happy Time Murders. This is the same thing. A funny premise that just yep. doesn't deliver. This right. movie... Uh, I have another movie similar in terms of a comedy that starts off really funny and then just dies. Right. It just becomes a movie that's not that... Right. Engaging the first to watch. five minutes, absolutely it was really hilarious. funny. And I was like, This could be something really good here, and it's not, yeah, it's just it's, it's not yeah. funny. And a, a comedy, I, hey, you don't have to tell me. And this me. is why it's
1: so far on your list because I didn't li- like this movie more than you because yeah. I actually thought the story itself mm-hmm. was pretty good, yeah. minus it not being funny. But yeah. the reason it's so low on your list because it's a comedy that's not funny. That's
0: I, I you don't have to tell me, you know, I, I, I know I have a taste in comedy that probably are not the most critically revered. But if it makes me laugh, I'm going to like it. Right. This just didn't make me fucking laugh. Right. Make me and laugh. I don't have
1: a problem with people being like, if, you, if you're billing your movie as a comedy mm-hmm. and it's not funny, yeah. even if the story is good, yeah. y- giving it bad reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that, that that's Half the Time Murders is my number four. Top three.
2: How do we, well, speaking on that, how do we think the, or is this the end of the year talking about how the comedies were? Should we hold off on mm-hmm. that? Yeah, anything oh, we'll like overall okay. big picture, we'll yeah. do it this yeah. the second All right. half of this. Great. Episode. Number three, Dumplin'. What a boring sack of shit movie this was. <laughs> just Netflix again yeah. throwing and some people really enjoyed this movie. And once it got to the pageant it was watchable, mm-hmm. but the main character was not likable and I did not root for her. Jennifer Aniston wasn't in it enough to really bring that Can't star that. power. I just not my cup of yeah. tea. The, the music was good. We movie,
0: we did so. not the, watch it, so we can't speak. The it, the
2: music was good, and and Dolly Parton, at least for the Golden Globes, is nominated. Is there any pitbull in pit it? There for is for no pitbull for an original song because uh-huh. the main character loves Dolly Parton. So the music is good. Yeah, but
0: nope. Huh. What uh, in terms of, like the message? Because I know it's like embracing who you are. Did you did you get any of that eventually? Released?
2: But again, the main character was so insecure and like in denial mm-hmm. for uh, it was it took a too long for her to have that breakout moment yeah. of being to able to embrace who she was embrace the differences between her and her mother a lot of complaining uh she was a lot of complaining and she was not a nice friend mm-hmm. and she just was a angsty teenager she had this really attractive guy who was into her and she was like no.
0: No. Oh, that's what she sounded like.
2: Yeah, it's that was her. She sounded like Oscar the Grouch. Okay. So it took her a long time to fall in love with this person and she was just not a good
1: person. Right. Dumpling number three, Tom. Uh movie you mentioned earlier, Extinction. Netflix oh, movie. Yeah. Um Yeah. Just not good. Just just not good. It's like a it's like a you know what that movie reminded me of? A sci fi channel original movie. Yeah. That's fair. Like Yep, with it's slightly really better, better graphics,
0: yeah, you and mean, a yeah. bigger and a bit like a yeah, well-known cast, bigger, yeah, and because um, it's Pena and Lizzie right. Kaplan. yeah, right, okay,
1: and they try to like throw in the twist at the end, so it's a movie about like you think aliens are attacking mm-hmm. humans, but it turns out yeah. that it's humans in co- in not costumes, yeah. but like disguised sort of attacking Earth, yeah, but it's because androids took over Earth, yeah, and the twist was. Not
0: big enough. It just overall. Uh, yeah, it's 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 boring. Yeah, it's like a boring. You're yeah, instead of It's it's like a sci fi movie. Yeah, on the channel sci fi channel. So and I love yeah. sci fi stuff. Yep. And action. This is a sci
1: fi action movie, and it was just whatever. I, don't know.
0: I think this will be the first movie that we'll be we'll say here that Anthony will take uh, issue with. My mm-hmm. number three is Welcome to Marwen. I think that. In terms of like movies that are, is it better made than a movie like Action Point or Mom and Dad? Absolutely. Like, in terms of like the directing and Robert Zemeckis and the, you know, just how it looks overall, yes, it is better. The reason why this movie is so low on my list is how anticipated it Mm -hmm. was for me. You can't deny, looking at those two trailers they released, this movie should have wrecked me emotionally. It should yes. have kicked me in the balls and not let me get up for two hours and just had me crying like a little baby. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to get out of the theater. Mm-hmm. It was just so dull. And Steve Carell's fine in it. And the town of Marwin, or what's the town called? Is it Mar? Yeah, it's, it's Mar- just Marwin. Yeah, it's cool. It looks good. The the animation or the graphics are fine. It's just a boring movie, and it was pitched to be this beautiful, inspiring drama about overcoming your difficulties in life, and the things that hold you down, and I just didn't get any of it. It's boring. It felt, I don't know how long it was, but it felt long when I was in that theater. I could not wait to get out, and I just was so bummed because those two trailers they released with the Foo Fighters song and Spirits by the Strumbellas, mm. especially the Strumbellas trailer. I was like, holy shit, this is... People were talking about this movie like in April or May of being mm-hmm. like, wow. And you haven't heard anything about it at the Oscars or Golden Globes. And rightfully so. It uh, is
2: bad. I, I think Steve Carell is great in it. I think the animation of his figures coming to yeah. life is great uh supporting cast is not the, it, it it wasn't how it was built yeah. in the trailer yeah. and it really is just uh Corell and then the figures yeah. his his real life story is not really told that much and the real life story is not what is depicted at all in the trailers yeah. Yeah, yeah. so but i i still enjoyed it i think the script was weird i think just, uh awesome. Diane Kruger's role in it is strange mm-hmm. one yeah um was she the she was like the witch
0: yes 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 yes, yes. yeah i did that again that total i had no idea what the fuck was going on with that i understood like i understood what it was and i was just like why is this in this movie because in that trailer you don't see anything at yeah least that i can remember yeah of the a tra- witch that's like ruining things in the real life mm-hmm.
2: the trailer sets it up to be a different movie than it actually was yeah and i did not like zemeckis kind of oozing all over himself
0: it is we're gonna talk very soon here about the word pretentious. Yeah. Uh, it is a pretentious movie a in bit. that I didn't think his directing was uber pretentious, but it walked it walked that line. It, there very were callbacks much. to back to Dip the, in the future. In the yes. Uh,
2: I think Castaway had some things and it's yep. like, dude, this is could be a good movie if you stop having it be you on a pedestal. And I think maybe like, had they, all they all done like a fifty fifty
0: thing, season. you know, in the town as opposed to real life, it could have been better. Uh, but it's probably 80-20 in terms of 80% in the town and the figurines and 20% in real life. Mm. And, it, and it, it hurts it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a, a, an interesting idea. The trailers were magnificent. The movie is shit. Huh. Go ahead, Anthony. Second oh, worst my. movie of the year for you, Anthony.
2: Well, this movie was god-awful. And it is Billionaire Boys Club. Oh, wow. And I hate... Wow. One, I hated this film because I don't get it. I don't understand the yeah. movie. I did not understand the plot they're investors but they're really bad at their job and, and you love kevin Spacey. somehow it's legal well,
3: <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. let the record state <laughs> that
2: i i have been a, been a fan of kevin spacey's work and this this movie was slightly uncomfortable yeah. for me to watch him in since the allegations and he's around young yeah,
0: yeah. attractive it, men you know and if,
2: he's being a little if
0: you've ever thought to yourself like i don't I just... Kevin Spacey doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would do the things he's accused of. Watch Billionaire Boys (laughs) Club. And then he'll go, oh yeah, I can kind of see it.
2: And it's like based off a true story, but there's no real drama to it. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of Ansel Elgort's acting and it's... Uh, I think Taron Egerton. Yeah, uh, Egerton. Is, or Ed, Ed, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think Kingsman. he has a good future. and I think he's very good. He overall, I was like, that. I don't yeah. get what this movie's about. I don't it's,
0: care. It's like it's. I think that movie. It's like the. It wants to be Wolf of Wall Street so badly, and it just fails. Look at the poster for it too. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street to Billionaire Boys Club. It's like oh, the same yes. font. Like, yes. It's like it's like that yellow and black font. It's hilarious. Like. It, and I
2: don't even think even if Kevin Spacey if even if the allegations came out did not come out against yeah. Kevin Spacey I still think it's a shit film
0: I don't hate it as much as you I'm not going to say it's good it ended up somewhere like in my high fifties actually I had it at number forty nine so I guess I'd like to, I liked it I thought it was all right um, it's boring I just it I also am a huge crime movie guy I love yeah. that's one of my favorite genres is but it crime. didn't
2: make sense no I'm with
0: you it has it has I'm not I'm not going to say it's great I. I just I'm with you and I it has issues I just didn't hate it as much as you I maybe even slightly thought it was okay um, no. but yeah if this is Kevin Swan song <laughs> rewatch Fred Claus yeah and,
2: or know. just watch the first season of House of Cards yeah. and be done
0: yeah well actually it was Happy not Ke- it was yeah. not Kevin Swan song because then Kevin <laughs> went and made that video as Franken you, we <laughs> you thought I, we were you thought were done
2: <laughs> oh it's so
0: uncomfortable Kevin, he's off his rocker. Yeah, he's obvious rock. Alright, Tom, what's your number two? Uh, worst second worst movie of, the year? movie
1: of the year, another Netflix sci-fi movie oh, called The Titan. Oh, okay. Uh, see this. It's got it stars Sam Worthington as the main yep. character. It's like they're living in California or somewhere out west and it's like a space scientist type place. And yeah. They're trying to like go out into space because Earth is dying, kind of thing. And it turns out they turn Sam Worthington. They're trying to get Earth, like move to Titan the moon of Jupiter that's like supposed to be like similar Earth-like conditions well it turns out they basically like without his consent turn him into an alien Uh. that can withstand that atmosphere of Titan so he like grows like you know like those flying suits yeah you know that like Like people base jumpers yeah yeah like base jumpers wear. they like turn him into something that's basically an alien version of that but like all blue skin and like Naked and like, and he j- has powers, he's like super strong, but he needs he, the, yeah, he gets banished to yeah. eventually. It's not good. Same word,
0: and I, it's
1: should say, it's another, yeah, he's yeah. the main guy. Uh, and it was another one, I had to go back and like kind of like flip through it to remember what happened. It was similar to the Outsider in that sense where. I had to remember how bad. A lot it of Netflix is. on your list, so I get, yeah, I get your that's what I'm I, get, I get your it's grievances. Like, well, there's probably like good
2: actors in them
1: too. Well, oh yeah, yeah, just making yeah. bad
0: films. It's on that one, Titan is a Titan or the Titan, the Titan, whatever. Yeah, the, the Titan. titan. Um, Sam Worthington for like every he, he he's a weird thing. He does like five shit movies in a row, and then he'll do like one that like oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, like he does like The Shack and The Titan, and then he does Hacksaw Ridge, and you go, oh, all right yeah right yeah whatever so yeah right. okay Uh, my number two is another Netflix film Father of the Year the David Spade comedy um, I like David Spade I think he's very funny I like Joe Dirt I like him in all of Sandler's stuff his SNL stuff great Tommy Boy obviously is a classic this movie even more so than Happy Time Murders, was the first ten minutes of Father of the Year I was laughing pretty consistently and oddly enough Sean who doesn't watch a ton of movies sat down and watched it with me and like the first 10 minutes, we were laughing all the way through. We were like, this is gonna be hilarious. And then like the rest of it, it just makes no sense. There's like a there's a thing like where two dads wanna fight each other. There's this kid who's trying to get into college, but he's got the hometown girl. Out of nowhere, there's this really weird like couples, like boot camp racing scene. It there's like four different fights from the dads throughout, but it's never like really the central plot. And I know it's a comedy, a stupid David Spade comedy. And I, I would have been okay with all those weird things that I just said had it made me laugh throughout, and it doesn't. It's even worse than happy time murders. It made me after that first 10 minutes, I don't think I laughed once after that. It was so bad. There's this weird thing like with David Spade's kid, or one of the kids is like has to build a swimming pool for this old lady, and the old lady like sleeps with him, and they have like a one-night stand relationship. It's like, everything I just described to you happened, and it's bizarre, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, and it's just, it was not good. And I know, obviously, what was I expecting? A stupid Netflix David Spade movie, but it was just not funny. Just make me laugh, and the first 10 minutes were so funny, just to see it that it didn't even come close to finishing. It's just, it's awful. It was bad. Father of the year. No, thank you. More like (laughs) stepfather of the year. (laughs) And here we are. Your shit, 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 shit. shit.
2: Shadiest movie scene. Number one, Anthony. 2018 was Slender Man. Mm. The horror movie that just should never have happened. The... And I don't know if my red box skipped. I tried to go back to see if it didn't. And I don't think it did. But there was like this two second just... Pause. on this dude's face and then it moved to a different scene and all these new developments have happened the editing was terrible the CGI of actual Slender Man was awful the story was weird and it was an extremely controversial movie because of the actual murders of the girls who said that Slender Man did it it should not have been a movie it's creepy enough as is as that story Mm -hmm. could have been good it was just not a good movie Yeah. And then it climaxed, and I was, I was confused.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well, that's, well, I guess that's it's, that. Just, yeah. It was yeah I didn't good. see it.
0: I didn't, and I never even never came across my radar when we were going through it. I don't know, for you, for me, I... No, I never watched it. I, I remember you told me one night you, you were I watching it. Like, I
1: knew it had been developed, and, but I had heard it was terrible, and I also, don't care enough about horror movies to watch a movie that I know is going to be terrible.
0: I want to say that it came out, like, August sometime, late August. Let's see if it's on here real quick. Um, August 10th. Oh, that was in Indonesia. Well, <laughs> and, I don't. I don't and, know when it came out in the United States, but it came out sometime late summer. And that that and early January. Sometimes the Turd Pool for movies. Yeah, seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Deserving. It very, very much. Oh, it needs lower. to be lower. Wow. Okay. Well.
1: Oh, uh, time's up. Uh, my least favorite movie of the year, uh, is Gotti. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, John I didn't gonna necessarily kill you. think this when I was making my list, but the more I thought about it is it's terrible. Wow. So the movie is bad even if you think like so Luke and I both like gangster movies mm-hmm. and like mob stuff and crime, but it's not good, it's not well done, and I think part of the reason it's lower than like these Netflix movies is because these netflix movies aren't trying to be good yeah and this movie tried to be good yeah Mm -hmm. and it is not it's bad it's real bad the acting is not great they try to like pull you in with the story of like the kid dying Mm -hmm. which whatever but like only anybody can make a story about a kid dying and make it emotional there's nothing yeah special about it it jumps back and forth too Mm -hmm. much uh we already
0: questioned the music yeah um, I got to question Travolta again. Yeah. What was I, was it good? Was it? I still don't know. Was he yeah, acting? Was he not? Yeah. I don't know what's going. He on. He said tree a lot. Yeah,
1: tree, like, tree. I yeah, I. I I don't know. I think uh, any. I've watched uh, several mob movies throughout my lifetime. Numerous yeah. ones. This is the only one. I if you were like,
0: let's sit down and watch it again. I'd be like, no, I'm doing something else. Remember how we looked up mob movies after we yeah. watched Gotti. And like the track record is pretty pristine, like it's yeah, pretty elite. Yeah. So if you're gonna make a mob movie, you best not miss. Like even the ones and that this like, misses aren't very good. Yeah,
1: are like they would be like in the middle of this list. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're they're not awful. Mm-hmm. And that one was, and I know that it went through like a million directors. Oh my gosh. Took like seven and, years to make, and I think and whatever, whatever. This so mean. I'm not I'm at not, that point. Yeah. Give up. Yeah,
0: don't make the movie. <laughs> well, this was Just this was also home. like this was Travolta's passion project. Yeah. Right? yeah. Which is get a new passion John. he was real proud of it do a sequel to Ladder 49 like, I mean yeah. Ladder 59 like, I don't care Or like, a, story. If you go a through, once you go through like three
1: or four directors maybe like hey let's just like hit the pause button yeah. we'll sit it out for a couple more years mm-hmm. and maybe revisit it in the future after we've gotten a better crew of people together to make this happen do you remember who directed it yeah, E from Entourage. Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly. Jennifer Connolly's brother. He ended up being the final director, right? Yeah,
0: because it went through, like... I think uh, uh, there was a bunch of people attached to I don't know the names of them, but it went through, like, seven different directors at a point in time. It was supposed to come out originally, like, an Oscar season of, like, 20... Maybe it was 2016 or 2017. And that's the problem. And you're you are exactly right. You know, Father of the Year, you know, Titan or whatever. They don't try to, you know, yeah. win win big awards. This went for it. Yeah. This went for it. Are you leaving, I Anthony? need to pee. Well, Anthony, I'm about to give my worst <laughs> film you of the movie. No, you keep talking. I have been holding it you for can... far too long. Well, that's okay, because Anthony is going to leave now. I'm going to rant about a movie for a second. Um, my worst movie of the year, and Tom knows this. I know this, yes. Um... It doesn't matter what movies can be on Rotten Tomatoes, because this movie, to me, proves it, right. even if you have a 90, even if you're primed to get awards consideration.
1: And this movie it, is critically acclaimed.
0: It is critically acclaimed. It was a huge movie. Uh, I think it was A24, which we can mm-hmm. maybe talk about that, too. Yeah. Uh, first reformed. There's only one word to describe this movie, and it is pretentious. Anthony talked earlier about Robert Zemeckis and Welcome to Marwen oozing all over right. himself. I don't know the director's name. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, I think it's like Paul sh- Paul yeah, something. Yeah. Um, You're right. The movie
1: is pretentious. It is
0: it's... pretentious beyond all belief. Ethan Hawke is like a sh- is ninety three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. This movie has right now a ninety three. Ethan Hawke is. In heavy talks to be nominated for best actor of the year of the yeah. fucking year, and like I don't he think just he's... acts weird the whole time. Yeah. There's nothing to it,
1: right? And I think that's because that's the way his character's written. I don't think he's bad in it. Don't no, get me wrong, I, I don't he's think he's bad, bad but he's, but not he's best. certainly not best no. actor contender. Um, I, I don't just. I so this movie isn't well known either. So if you if the listeners ever see it, it's like it just gets real weird at the end. It's it's so bizarre, and it doesn't. It, I it's I actually those, had a, a headache. Yeah, like that a twenty four. They make they made the movie Hereditary this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else they put out, but they're famous for doing weird stuff. Yep. and it's just.
0: I uh I, I can't. I'm looking at this guy. The director's name is Paul Schrader, and I I I. This is a guy. In this movie in general is a movie that wants to be weird. Because it wants to be weird. And that's right, fine. Right. That's totally fine if movies want to do that. And that's kind of A24's uh, memo, and that's how they kind of work over there. A lot of times it doesn't work for me. Sometimes yeah. in the case of, like, Hereditary, uh, it did work for mm-hmm. me. Uh, this movie is just so fucking pretentious. I don't have a problem and with And it's weird. long, too. It was a yeah. long
1: movie. I don't have a problem with movies or directors wanting to be weird, but I need there to be a purpose to the weird. Yeah, it, And there's no purpose to this
0: the weird. The ending is bizarre. There's a scene where he, like, Lays on top of also who's in it again Amanda and Seyfried, Seyfried. Yeah. who's in it I I would say she had a horrible year yeah, based yeah. off what she I from Gringo I didn't see the too. new Mamma Mia movie but she I, was in Gringo yeah I, or that wasn't very good whatever but anyways I mean there's the scene where he lays on top of her the yeah. ending itself is just fucking bizarre and the ending itself is just it's just so pretentious I could yeah. see them making that movie and then being like. Mm, this is good. This is going to make them think. Think Critic, about what critics. What the fucking... fuck we're watching this for? <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. Critics. Yeah, I'm sorry, market. but it's, it's a. It, I know don't, I don't, That's. It has a 93 great film. Is subjective. I know. This movie's a fucking turd. Mm-hmm. And I. I wish. I pray to God I could have got my hour and 53 minutes back. That's how long it was. It didn't feel like an hour. And it felt like a two and a half hour movie of some dude jerking off in the corner <laughs> to his own name. And people are saying this is Ethan Hawke's best movie in his career. You ever seen fucking Training Day? Or Uh, or Boyhood? I mean, any of those Before Sunsets or Before Sunrise movies? Those are all much better. I don't like
2: Ethan Hawke to begin with. That's fair. And and it's just... It was a very cool concept of like a holy man with a dark past... Having to question his whole entire existence.
0: And, that's yeah. that, and I'll get it's, right there. That premise is cool. It's no a doubt. great concept. That's a good premise.
2: But then it just started like screaming climate control at us and yeah. making us think all that stuff. It once mm.
0: and, and, and this movie, and I don't, we don't do politics the show. This movie shoves its fucking agenda down your throat. Yeah. And I could not stand yeah. it. The best part of this movie is honestly Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer in this movie. And yes. He didn't go by. Uh, in this movie, he was billed as Cedric Antonio. Kyle's, his actual name. and I, I guess I did, I'm assuming that is his actual name. Yeah, but no, in yeah. The, in like I'm assuming sure. I, he's like no, I no. I I'm the entertainer. These days, the, I'll take these two. They sound good. <laughs> he was the best part, and and I'm not no disrespect to him, but when Cedric the Entertainer is the best part of your movie, <laughs> let's let's reevaluate. Let's yeah. do, let's go to the gaudy yeah. route and sit a movie out a couple of years and come back to it. I hated First Reformed. I cannot send anyone to see it. I hope Ethan Hawke does not get nominated. I hope we don't talk about this movie anymore. It gave me a literal headache after watching it. I I felt sick after watching it. It's just a piece of shit, dog shit, asshole, stupid fucking movie. And I say, fuck you. Happy holidays. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's our top... That's our... I would say let's like run through them real quick and say like our 10th running about it once. because no, they, they were shitty. shit. They do mentioned we'll do it for, again. We'll do it for the best. We we vented. We got everything out.
2: Now we get to talk about the movies that really made a difference in And that
0: I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. So there you have it. Uh, recapping this first half of the episode. Congrats to Anthony once again. Woo! Eighty-eight movies is nothing to sneeze at. That is very no. So that is a record I I will eventually try to beat. I will not tell you, but I will try to beat it. Keep talking. Okay, I'm going to Um, do some things. Anthony getting a big eight-eight. Very good. Shout out to Tom too. Sixty-two. Nothing to sneeze at. And I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back too for breaking my record by twenty.
1: For the record, that is uh, I wrote down that is two hundred and twenty-six movies between the three of us. We haven't we
2: have we haven't compared lists to see overlap. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do, do that, that after. Well, yes. Of the show. Um, so I saw 88 movies and yeah. let's guess made just two hours a movie. Mm-hmm. You think that's fair? So that's 176 minutes. If I divide that by 24 hours in a day, I spent a week of my year <laughs>
1: watching movies. I mean, that means you're probably at like six days and I'm at five. Oh yes, my playing. goodness. That's, yeah. that's I mean, I love, a lot of time. I love watching it movies. It almost seems like more.
0: And we're going to get into this in the second half. we talk about our best there was a lot of times throughout that i was like God, this is just movies to watch movies mm-hmm. there were some movies though there's a movie in particular that kind of like made me smile again i was like this is why i watch movies and it was a movie towards the end of the year that i saw we'll get to it in a yeah, second yeah we'll
2: talk about the last movie we
0: saw yeah what was your first movie of the year Insidious Celeste. Mine commute. was the commuter. Oh boy. And do you not remember yours? I in the theater,
1: I think it was Black Panther because okay, well, that I was in February. Yeah. But uh like that the that outsider movie was early twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yep. Um and something else from Netflix probably. Absolutely. But absolutely um, but as far as movie theater, okay. I think Black Panther was the first thing I All saw in right. theater.
0: Alright. Well there you have it. Uh, congrats again to Anthony. Eighty eight wins, eighty eight movies, excuse me, has the overall win on the year kudos to him and our top 10 worst movies of the year oh God be with us we don't have to talk about them anymore be gone they're, they're gone they're gone, it's like, a gone. Bad, it's like a bad relationship it's done and over with let's move on into brighter and beautifuler pastures Woo. beautiful beautifuler is a word I just made it up and we'll oh. talk about that more when we come back from our break you are listening to the unemployed guys podcast when we get back We're talking our top 10 best, that's right, the best movies of 2018. Stick around. We'll be back in just like two seconds, depending on what platform you're listening to. (laughs) Peace out. And we're back. You, of course, are listening to the Unemployed Guys podcast. This is our special bonus episode where we're talking all best and worst movies of 2018. If you listen to the first half, we just got done repenting our sins of 2018 in terms of movies and films. There was a lot of shit, but that's in the yeah. past. We're moving on. We're positive. Yeah, And now we're, we're getting right? to the best. Yeah. The premier, the... Uh, what's the French word? Pierre de resistance? Did I, did yeah. I say that correctly? I'm yeah. French. Cream of the crop. I rise to that's the top. French, but... I never, eat a, uh, I never kill a pig because a pig is a copper, but I get a Terminator <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Uh, that's a little right. jump around. Uh, it's just little little 90s rap for you right there. So we're going to get in. P.S. de resistance. P.S. de resistance. Perfect. Great. Wonderful. Let's get into movies because we're going to be doing the same thing again. Uh, honorable mentions, 10 through 6. In and then individual yeah. 1 through 5. And right. then we'll cap it off with our best movie right. of 2018. Well... Caveat: Our favorites, favorite, yes. Yeah. because I mean, there's a small distinction there. That's fair. Some, because I don't want I, people I, to think yeah, that yes. we
1: think this movie is better than another movie. We just happen to like it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's all subjective. Everyone's got yeah. their personal. As taste. I just said, first reform had a ninety-three yeah. percent. Because I mean, like,
1: I think there are some movies that are better made than some other ones. I oh just yeah, enjoy
0: them as well. That's that's totally fair. That's totally fair. So, as loser, <clears throat> would you like to begin? I didn't lose. <laughs> As I didn't have to watch Peppermint. Well, I didn't lose, it? I wasn't part of the bet. I didn't As... I didn't lose Anthony. I didn't I mean have, I'll go first. I, I didn't I did not watch Dumplin or Peppermint. You did. You peppermint have to Peppermint was yeah.
2: not in my bottom. You have to live I with enjoyed those it. sins. Do you it? have to live with yourself. Oh, you didn't even see
0: them. I did? No,
2: you didn't, or you (laughs) would have won.
0: I did not. Uh, Okay, this time around, Anthony, since you're the winner, we're just going to keep it on you. It's all about Anthony. This episode we will keep... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Anthony, give us your honorable mentions. You want me to start? Are you not ready?
2: Well, no, I was just thinking as the winner, I should be able to say my favorite movie last. Yeah, but Uh, as the host of
0: the show, um, it's my show. My honorable
2: mentions. (laughs) uh, I'm going to do four of them. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to start with, and this was tough because there there was a lot of good this year. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm going to start with the Old Man of the Gun, one of the last ones I saw this year. But it's it's short. Mm -hmm. It's it 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 has a good pace to it. Robert Redford is very good in it. Super charming. Yes, very charismatic. Sissy Spacek is in it. She's very good. I, I'm iffy on Casey Affleck just yeah. overall it's a whole thing but uh, I enjoyed the movie okay I thought it was kind of a cool story yeah that, since it is based off a true story my yep. next one is Beautiful Boy mm-hmm. I, right. I felt bad for my classes the next day because I was just depressed yeah <laughs> it is a good film though um, I think Timothy Chalamet I will see who gets nominated but he gives a great performance of the ups and downs of drug addiction it's, it's very good uh, my next one was what I just saw recently as well. Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, I it's got a bunch of tongue in cheek moments with just uh, arcade games, and since they are on the internet, they go to Disney dot com right. and they um, have all the tongue. in cheek Club Penguin? No. Huh? Uh, but it's got a great message of friendship yeah. and and moving on. And I know it's the first stuff. one, so I'm glad it's yeah. yes. the second one. I I,
0: I I will watch that when it comes out. Kind of a months,
2: kind so. of a choky up a little bit with the friendship and all that stuff. Oh, good. And then my last honorable mention is a quiet place, not to be confused with Bird Box, hmm. but a quiet place. <laughs> yeah, just I saw it a couple times in theaters. Original horror that you you just really enjoy. Great. I don't interview. I don't really necessarily agree with there being a sequel. I feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just capitalizing on, on success. Yep, <laughs> I think and... he's
0: returning though. He Sophie well, is that's cool. That's cool. As a writer and director, yeah, yeah, yeah. or as a oh, star, that, because yeah. that, that some might say be... a star is born. Uh, okay, was no. that
2: your worst of the year? That was not my worst. Okay, I just checked. Uh, but yeah, Quiet Place. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and Emily Blunt. Uh, I mean, I don't think what a year for gets, her.
0: I don't think she'll get nominated. For not anything. for that movie, but for something else. maybe. I did
2: not see the most recent, but she was
0: very good. Oh, I was talking about Quiet The Devil Wears Prada. She's not getting nominated that this year. An old movie. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't aware. Um, um, are we beginning? Yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Numero 10. Okay. Green Book. Oh, man. I wish I could have seen this. Yes.
2: Um, Tom, did you see that movie? I did not, no. I, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I've been in the
1: movie theater since
0: uh, Chronicles. Chronicles of Yeah. So...
2: I like Vijo Mortenstein. Yeah,
0: I I he's enjoy. great. <laughs> <laughs> At first I thought that's how you actually thought of his name. I was going, what the fuck? No. I lost to this guy? Jesus. No,
2: uh, Vigo is great. Yeah. Mahershala Ali is great. The wife, I can never remember her name, but she's in a bunch of stuff. It's a good story. It's a good story. It's got, got some good moments. And, story? Yeah, and it's, it's relevant. Unfortunately, it's still relevant. Um, I, I really enjoy it. Especially in the South. Yeah. Linda, uh,
0: Linda Cardellini. Yeah, I can never remember. Sebastian her Sebastian Maniscalco's in this movie, the comedian. Don't, don't know. I don't know. Oh wait, who? Sebastian Maniscalco. is a huge comedian. He is. I, I don't know, Forgot I was, about that. I don't know his role. That guy. Huh. Yeah. No, I don't know that. Is. Okay. Great. I ah, want to see even more. I really. I, this is this is one I did not get to see. We'll get into that. Movies like we wish we could have seen, yeah. which is funny when you saw when we eighty eight movie, movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Number, uh, nine. number
2: nine, and this I. Don't think it's going to be on either your list Is Halloween okay. I just really enjoyed this movie Seeing Michael Myers back in In a good movie That had all the callbacks to all the crappy movies As well, but in a good way It was great to see him back Cool. And I, I don't know where they're going to take it If they're going to take it somewhere But it was great to just see Laurie Strode And Michael Myers back in the same movie Carried, Redconned everything yeah, Pick up where they left off yep. Number eight was Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm. Just probably the best action film of the year mm. overall. Also, like, great performances. It does make you have to see the last couple movies in the Mission Impossible franchise. Not me. Not man, for you. But <laughs> Not it's a, you can't watch it. It's a good cap-off. I, I think if they don't do another Mission Impossible movie, they end it on the right note. If they do, I mean, the funny thing about that franchise... I love the whole franchise.
1: Same. They keep making them, I'm going to keep watching. Same, but... Each movie's gotten better. It's I like, think like by minus Adam, the second I, one. I agree that the franchise has gotten stronger as it's gone on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can make an argument that like three is the best or something like that. I, this or, like, was real That's good. the but, one I've ever seen. as three, but they and that's a good one to see. I guess yeah, it's a very one. good one. But the, yeah, all the movies are strong. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's very impressive. Actually, that yes, I agree. Managed, to keep the level up
0: that is one i i do i will watch those and i will watch them in order to enjoy the full books i heard they're just awesome Mm -hmm. and tom cruise man he commits to his action movies and
2: doing his own stunts there are some tough ones in those movies yep number seven is a movie called love simon Mm. saw it in theaters a a great film that needed to be needed to happen and i'm really happy that it happened well yep and that's enough on that one. Oh, <laughs> Number yeah. six is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. If you love comic book movies, that movie's going to be pretty awesome. Hmm. Uh, the style of animation, it, it, it looked like a comic book come to life. And it was different than Wreck-It Ralph 2. It was different than a style of animation I've seen before. Great story. Good voice acting. Highly recommend. Probably going to win this year. And um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm good with that. That was
0: your ten through six, eh?
1: Yeah. All right, Tom. Um, so my honorable mentions are a lot of sequel movies. Okay. Uh, just finishing out of the top ten, like Incredibles two, Mission Impossible Fallout. I agree with Anthony. I think it's the best action movie of the year. Uh, and then Sicario two, which is nice. also right up there. Nice. Um, uh, Deadpool two down a little bit. Two horror movies, Hereditary and Halloween. I both mm-hmm. like. I like both those. Um, won't You Be My Neighbor? Mm. Great story about so Mr. Good. Rogers. Um, and then hey, I also have down there a little bit Ballad of Buster Scruggs because uh, as a whole it's kind of whatever but it's great storytelling great writing by the Coen Brothers, I think. And then I, my number 11 is Tag. Um, really? So I love you. I love Tag. I
0: I you. It's good. I
1: think, so as someone who loves games and sports... And is competitive and has been their entire life. The idea that these grown and I had known about this story before they made the movie, I mm-hmm. heard about it. That the 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 idea that these men have committed to this their entire life, it makes me so upset. I didn't think of something like this when I was a kid. Yep. And like how much I would love to be doing this. Yep. And I thought that the and the the story is is good that it's based on, and I thought they told it well enough, and that the people acted. Well, you know they got some good names yep. for it, yeah. And uh, yeah, just great. And it's funny. It, Best it's, comedy it's of the fun. year. Yeah, yep. yep. And I think it helps because we we'll talk about this later about like expectations are a big part of watching movies. Yep. This one you may not have thought was going to be good, but it was surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh. So then at number ten, I have Den of Thieves. Um. This movie Ooh. is Heat meets Grand Theft Auto Five. And I love both of those things, so <laughs> this movie was great to me. Um, and you, I mean, like you can argue that they're just copying ideas, but who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. It's fun as hell. Yep, like it's great. Yep. Um, at number nine, I have Solo. Um, I actually Ooh, didn't think it would be this high until wow. I made this list, and then I thought, and I just rewatched it too, uh, like a month ago. And I and upon rewatching, I was like, man, this is really enjoyable. Yeah. I just don't. I agree. Yeah, and. And then I made it, and I was like, I like it more than these other movies, so it... And also, to it also helps, too, you, because it. you love Star Wars. Yeah, and, like, I'm a Star so, yeah. Wars guy. That's Yeah. Right. yeah. And, um, eight, 8, I have Black Panther. Okay. Um, fun movie, interesting, for all the reasons that it's been publicized, yep. publicized forever. And even though I've talked about that, I think it is slightly overrated, because mm-hmm. people just went nuts for this movie. Yeah. And I get that it's, like, whole new genre yep. and culture effect, yep. and I get that. Um, but I think it's good, not great. Yeah. Uh, number seven, I have Black Klansman. Oh, that's good. Um, Really good movie, great story. Um, a little too Spike
0: Lee little pretentious y uh, at times. A little yet.
1: pretentious, especially at the end. Yeah. The end, the end. The end yeah. is not good. Yep. Um, and Spike Lee just can't, like, make a movie without being like, hi, I'm Spike Lee and I made yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, dude. Just I agree. Keep it in your pants once. <laughs> uh, um, and then at number six, I have Love Simon. Yeah, uh, great coming of age story, especially you know uh, these current times, and I think it's like one. I'll get. I'm gonna expend more yeah. on this later when I talk about another movie. But
0: yeah, yeah, I really like. Um, there's a lot of yours that oh uh, a lot of oh, movies oh, that okay, you mentioned. Yeah. Oh yeah, disclaimer for me. Yeah.
1: I didn't see as many movies in theaters as you guys, especially big ones like. Bohemian Rhapsody, a Star yeah. is Born. Yeah. So that's why a couple of those movies do, will not appear on my list. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I have not
0: seen those. That's fair. Uh, a lot of your, like, those 10 through 6 were the ones I struggled with the most getting onto my top 10. Mm-hmm. And I think that all, all the ones that are great, I'm so happy that you had Den of Thieves in your top 10. I'm so happy you loved Tag as much as I did. Uh, cause I, in a year where comedies weren't very good, Tag, in my opinion, yeah. was by far the best. Yeah. It was the we'll funniest and had the most too. heart.
2: We'll get yeah. into all that in a second. But, yeah, that's great. Yeah, my comment on Solo, like, I enjoyed it as well. And I I don't like how everybody's like, well, that was the worst Star Wars movie of all time. And I, I just wanted to look. I mean, it made $84 million its yeah. opening weekend. And I think just because it has the Star Wars moniker on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you look at Fantastic Beasts, which barely cracked, like, 60000000 million. Yeah. Yeah. They're still going to make three more of those. Yep. Where Solo sets up to be kind of a prequel to the prequel yep. franchise. Yep. And I don't know if it's going to be greenlit just because people are like, me, me, me. I like oh, Solo, Solo a lot.
0: I like Solo a lot. I love the ending of Solo. I'd want to see another thing with Solo and mm-hmm. Lando. And I'll say this. Yeah. I know I'm totally in the minority here and I have a history with Rogue One. I think Solo is a way better movie than Rogue One. I had way more fun with it. And that's just me. But yeah, yeah I think I would it. I don't
1: follow up with another one. and I mean, I don't want to get too far into my opinion yeah. of the Star Wars universe, but... If they want to do another one, fine. If they don't, I'm fine with leaving it as it is on its own. It's just yeah. a fun movie I think it's great. about a story in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A character we're familiar with.
0: Okay, so that brings it to me. So some of my honorable mentions are, and these are the ones kind of that Tom uh, just mentioned. I have Black Panther. Really, really liked it. Super fun. It, everything you said, I echo your sentiments 100%. Same thing goes for Love Simon. I think Love Simon is a very important movie. It's a coming of age movie for the current times. And I think it's great, and the great father son thing uh, and that relationship and it really really stuck with me. Beautiful Boy, another thing with father and son. I I with Anthony. I think Timothy Chalamet should not only get nominated for best supporting actor, but probably even win it. The only other person who I think should win it probably won't even be recognized. But I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Den of Thieves. The only reason I don't think Den of Thieves and, and or Black Panther didn't make my top ten is just because I haven't seen them in almost a year. Yeah. And I think there is something to be said about rewatchability and everything. And that's kind of a caveat. Some movies you do rewatch a ton, some you don't. Yeah. But I just it's been a bit since I've seen them. But I, they're both fantastic and really great movies. Tag I also had on there. I, just, I said it's best comedy of the year. And one I just saw recently, I love Mary Poppins Returns. That was a really solid sequel. Everyone... Across the board performance was great, and I just left happy, so that was great. nice. Uh, number 10, another movie that made me very happy, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Um, I was not a Mr. Rogers kid growing up. That was before well, my yeah, time, I believe. You know, we we'll talked about this. I grew up yeah.
1: like with Mr.
0: Rogers, yeah.
1: and you didn't really know anything about no. him. no. And that's why I think this movie is a
0: little higher for you. Yeah because yeah I, I had no clue I, I i knew that he wore the sweater vest and he was a super nice guy and he says oh hey neighbor or whatever yeah, that's right. his thing and i just think in a time where uh, you know everyone just kind of shitty to each other yeah. and complains and hates everything and it's right versus left and all this other bullshit this was just a really nice movie that just made me feel happy about and being even a good human about being. Just yeah being a i good think human that's being. the thing like you don't exactly. necessarily need
2: to see the show and even if you saw the show even if you don't even know what that show was yeah just watch that documentary to see that decent human beings yeah. exist, yeah. and how yes, he had his challenges, mm-hmm. but with how easy he was just being a nice person. Yeah, yeah. And like just... his his Senate hearing and getting that funded. Yeah, he was pissed off as all hell. Yeah, but just his demeanor and how he carried himself, like. It's like, we need people like Mr. Rogers. Exactly.
0: And my other thing, too, is I just love how much, like, he respected children and, like, that they're not just stupid kids who, like, yeah. pick yeah. their nose and, like, shit everywhere. Like, and I think that's kind of a stigma. And and a lot of times, rightfully so, that has plagued a lot of this Generation X or Generation Z or whatever the hell they're called, or millennials um, eating Tide Pods. That kind of goes without saying that's stupid. <laughs> but I just, I, th- I like that how he... He didn't hold back in explaining things of big nature, like assassinations and you know, big political things that were happening in the world at the time. I just I, he was a he was a, an angel of a man, and I just uh, I think everything that we can all as human beings kind of strive to be, mm-hmm. especially in today's culture, especially in today's culture. Like so. I, I really
2: enjoy that one of his songs plays on that like Google mm-hmm. commercial. Yep. It's just great that Absolutely. his his legacy is definitely there. Absolutely, and the end of that documentary where they're all, like, thinking of somebody they're, or something like that, yeah. and it's just it's just quiet. Yeah. You're just watching their mm-hmm. expressions on their faces yep. of the impact that Fred Rogers had on them. Yep. Is, it's, I agree. it's great.
0: I 100% agree. So that's my number 10, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Number 9, a sequel, Sicario 2. I'm definitely a little high. bit in the minority here on this. I, under- I understand. Uh, but... I would like to say that, and I might catch some flack for this, I think this is better than the first. I know Emily Blunt is not in it, but for I wasn't that excited to even really see this movie. My dad really wanted to see it, and I was like, sure, we'll go see it. And I left being like, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I think it's definitely more of like a summer blockbuster than the first one. Yeah, The action is kind of stepped up a bit. I love the con- the the interaction, the connection between Benicio del Toro and Josh Brolin, and also uh, with, with the girl. That's kind of yeah, the big. Yeah. That's a big plot of the movie. So
2: like the secretary or whatever that.
3: Not not no,
0: no, no, uh, the, no, the, not the girl that gets kidnapped. No, not that's no, no, talking no. about the oh, that yeah, girl, that girl. The that girl, girl. Oh, that gets oh, like yes, kidnapped, yes, and that's yes, kind of yeah. the whole story. I love the interactions when she was with both those guys. I, I if you would have told me when the first one came out in twenty fifteen that this was now going to kind of turn into a franchise, a I'd say, huh. But the way they set it up, at first, I was kind of like, how is this happening? And then I kind of, once I saw where it was going, I personally think in the third one, uh, Del Toro's going to go after uh, Brolin. Brolin. That's kind of my opinion. I think it's yeah. going
2: to be a super violent, like...
0: And I'm okay with like that. Compass. I don't yeah. keep being made.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm unsure about... So, like, we disagree on that. I think the first one mm-hmm. is better. I agree. Um, and mm-hmm. I like it more. I mean, I liked the second yeah. one. Don't get me wrong. But... and. The movies are different yeah. a little bit, you know, and I do enjoy that that they changed up, changed mm-hmm. it up, and I'm intrigued to see where they go with the third one. I want the movies to keep being made, but I'm also concerned that I just want them. That I hope they don't get too ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. You know I mean because like the movies yeah. are plausible, yeah. you know. Then so, this one
0: obviously deals uh, continues with the whole thing with the cartels yeah, and everything like yeah, that and yeah. I just I think overall I was in, I've seen this movie twice now the second time I think I even liked it a little bit more I'm I've been very engaged in it it's just it's good action some actors in it I really like and yeah. I think it's just it's, I think the you know, characters yeah. are good and they're just they're compelling I, I they're very well. compelling to watch even though they're very like, flawed is, is Del Toro compelling. a good guy exactly is he a bad guy yeah, exactly. and
2: really, like. where are we going with him since yeah, he lost all of those character. good guy connections
1: yeah you know, he's working for the government. Yeah. Is he doing the right thing?
0: Is he wrong doing the thing. wrong thing? Yep. It's, it's, it's a very... It's in, a, in a blockbuster setting, it's, it is almost like a very interesting character piece yeah. on human One major. could
2: say that there are Fifty Shades of Grey to it. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: okay, Damn. I don't want to talk about that movie. <laughs> uh, my number eight, Bohemian Rhapsody. I really enjoyed this movie. The, the, most of this movie is just good. And then at the end, when they do the, I believe it's the Live Aid concert, it goes from a good movie to a great movie. And Rami Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury is out of this world. And I'm so happy I saw it when I did because it was like me and two other people in the theater the night I saw it. And I got to just sit back and enjoy it and like just listen to the music and not like have to be worried like I was bothering someone next to me and like... It was just, and there's some great songs. I asked this question earlier. Can "Don't Stop Me Now" win best song at the Oscars this year? Because it's <laughs> Even fucking it's great. Forty, whatever years. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's just great. Right. I wonder what this movie would have looked like with Sasha Baron Cohen as Freddie. But I think Rami Malek kills it. Yeah. If he doesn't, I don't know if he sh- if he'll win. But he 100 percent should be nominated for his performance. It's incredible. Over Ethan Hawke. 100% anyone I, my performance as the mayor in Christmas at the OK Corral in the second grade should be nominated over Ethan Hawke uh, but it, yeah it's, it's just really good it's really it, does it not go as far as maybe it could have
1: as far as his personal as story as his
0: personal life and story yeah. yes but I didn't care about any of that, because I love the music, I love the experience, yeah. and that Live Aid concert, I haven't, so the like, last 20 minutes, is maybe the best 20 minutes of film this entire year. Right. And I haven't seen this movie, like I said, but I've heard
1: that that 20 minute sequence or whatever, the Live Aid concert, is essentially a shot for shot. It and is. It is. If movie you concert.
2: put it side to side, then yep. it's great. Because I, I saw the movie, and then afterwards I watched the yeah. Live Aid concert, mm-hmm. and it, it is just one, one of the best concerts yep. of all time. For real. And two, they, they <laughs> nailed it. And... I don't know My my issue with it It did not It did break my top 20 But it's Just like They made a little Too many stretches with yeah. it Historically yep. It's yeah. not a direct biopic yeah. yeah And they didn't They only did it for Dramatic reason And if you focus more On his life The drama would just Come by itself Yeah, so, yeah. But the, the the band Is a shot for shot Yeah like everyone, like, everyone in
0: the band Is great Not only right now Everyone is great Great to so see Mike Myers Back yep, as well has a, has a cool little role In mm-hmm. there Absolutely uh, Littlefinger from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, has, has an appearance. Uh, throat is not sliced in this one. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, I guess spoiler, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. well yeah, a you year do. ago. To each their own. Should have watched it if you like it. Uh, anywho, um, my number seven is a movie I have talked about a lot, White Boy Rick. Really liked White Boy Rick. I've talked about it a lot on the show. I think it's Matthew <laughs> McConaughey's best performance he's ever given. I think it is a crime that he's not being talked about for Best Supporting Actor. The movie is funny. It's a crime. It's got that gritty, shitty, grimy Detroit feeling in the 80s. I think they capitalize on it perfectly. Uh, do they sometimes, kind of like Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, not go as far as they could have with the story? Yes, I do think that's true, but I was engaged in it. It's entertaining. It's funny. It's crime, and Matthew McConaughey is fucking brilliant. I think he's brilliant in the movie. The scene where he takes care of his daughter is just insane... The ending scene, and I thought the main kid who played uh, Rick was awesome.
2: Oh, that's what I was just gonna say. I don't think I enjoyed the main kid. I thought I he was think, great. I think I couldn't root for him. Yeah. And that's what my biggest issue with
0: that movie was. Yeah, I, I really did they want you to
1: root for him, though. It's kind of that same so. thing of like
0: compelling characters. Are they good? Are they bad? I think they do. And also let's just say this. And he gets kinda, fucked. That, yeah. it's, oh, it's a true 100%. story. That yeah. kid gets screwed. He did some crimes. He should have served some time. He gets Fuck. What did they say? Because you just recently watched it. he like the
1: non-violent offender. It's the longest-serving non-violent offender in Michigan State history. Yeah,
0: which is ridiculous. For for peddling some drugs that originally the police wanted him to peddle. yeah. Yeah when he
1: was and he was convicted when he was 17 it's unbelievable it's, it's a bullshit story it's, it's an
0: insane story it's I really enjoyed it if you have not seen White Boy Rick it's not getting really any talked about you know talking about it the Oscar or anything but check it out if you're into crime movies and again McConaughey hats yeah, off yes I so, will agree with that McConaughey he was, he was is was insane in it. In it. Uh, so that was my number 7 and my number 6 was Leave No Trace okay I really like Leave No Trace it's a smaller movie it's got an actor in it that I really like Ben Foster and this is in a year full of Sequel, superhero movie, Star Wars, you know, extended universes, all this stuff. Leave No Trace kind of just says... Opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, you can just have a movie where it's like two characters who... It's pretty. ...who really don't, you know, there's, not, there's no crazy action sequences. It's just about character development and relationship. And I love Ben Foster. It seems like every year he's doing a movie that's on my top ten of the year, and this is no exception. I really look forward to rewatching this. Again, it's a really compelling movie, a father and daughter story. Anything that's ever a father mm-hmm. and his his child it always is going to get me and this was another prime example. So Leave No Trace is my number 6. Very good. Anthony, let's go. Uh, let's do our top 5. Vibes. Here we go.
2: All right. Uh my top or my fifth movie is Boy Erased. Oh. Um again on the same level of love Simon but not as <laughs> teen drama y Yeah. But again, I think just one of the most important things in the movies that we're getting now are these LGBT teens Mm -hmm. and you're seeing the relationships with their parents. And this one was not as welcoming as the relationships that occurred during Love, Simon. But you've got an all-star cast with Lucas Hedges, Nicole Kidman.
0: um, Joel
2: Edgerton. Joel Edgerton and And I'm thinking uh, of that. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. There's... Yeah there's some great scenes going on between Cole Kidman, Russell Crowe and Lucas Hedges that are that were just very very well done and I don't think it's going to get the love it deserves mm-hmm. in a year with a lot of good movies um but great 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 characters some great scenes just seeing the rough aspect of a uh, of a conversion camp and their legalities in some states yep. and then because right, it is based off a true story as well, okay. and at the end of true stories, they always give like the here, here's where they are now. Yeah, some great irony in those. Oh yeah, true statements. Interesting. I really want to see it. I, I highly wait. recommend it. It was it was one of those that I left, and I was just, I like instantly knew that that was a good film. Yep. Didn't really have to think about it. Just yeah. knew that that was a great film.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, Tom. Uh, my number five is Eighth Grade. Oh, wow. very good. So along with my number six, Love Simon. Both of these movies are terrific coming of age movies for young people you know Love Simon focuses on a a boy who comes out as gay in high school yeah whereas 8th grade just focuses out yeah, out it. yeah yeah it focuses on a girl who's in 8th grade and she's like not necessarily the most attractive girl and she's not popular but she has a YouTube show that she does and she's like tries to learn and I just think it's a both of these movies are just a great great films about how you shouldn't judge people Yeah, uh, it's about acceptance yep. and on and how people should treat you and how you should, you know, like this girl like braves her fears yeah. and like she, you know, she challenges herself and I just think they're really beautiful stories.
0: I think we said with 8th Grade, Anthony can and speak And that was Bo Burnham. Yeah. I mean, people yep. don't know who that is. That's surprising. Anthony it's like, can speak to this, obviously the teacher. I feel like this is a movie they should show 8th Grade. No, I actually think graders. both
1: of these movies should almost be...
0: Yeah. Like, as like. Viewing requirements. Especially in today's world, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie is. Get called, rid of Freedom Riders and Stand and Deliver. Yeah. Show them these
1: movies. Like, eighth grade is a movie about a girl in the 8th grade but they should show this movie to like 6th sixth, sixth graders yeah. I think yeah it's, it's, it is rated R and this is not my original thought I,
2: I think I read an article whatever about junior it. high is rated right yeah. like, yeah. yeah. R but yeah it's rated R but the <laughs> article saints, come on. Yeah. the article is like this is happening everywhere yeah. and yeah. kids need to see this like, extremely accurate representation. especially for girls representation yeah. like
1: yeah. especially girls that age struggle more than guys with self confidence get and pressured acceptance. into yeah and like this deals with like high school too a I little agree. bit, and, that
2: awkward relationship you have with your yeah. parents and <laughs> yeah. your desire to get accepted by those older than you. Like that scene mm-hmm. where
0: the dad talks to his daughter and like they're at the campfire the and he yeah. says like you know you don't have to worry about anything because you're yeah. gonna be perfect. Like it oh that was great. It mm-hmm. was, like, I, those are two great picks really and really for move, for the, the times we live in nowadays really important. Uh, great coming of age movies. Yeah, you know, I for people kids these days, great movies for them to watch.
2: Yeah, in those movies, you clearly root for the main character.
0: Yeah, there's no, there's yeah. no like, oh no, I mean, I don't yeah. really like this person. No. Yeah. Yes,
2: they make mistakes, but they're mistakes you can relate to. Yeah, and I think that's that's really cool and yep. really important to see.
0: Mm-hmm. So my number five movie is a movie I just watched. It was my last movie I watched of 2018 was Paddington Two.
2: Who? But you did not see Paddington One.
0: No, I've never seen it. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm assuming it's the same bear that likes marmalade. Otherwise, I'm in for a, a very sour surprise when I watch the first one. This was the movie that I kind of alluded to, maybe in the first part of the episode. We watched a lot of movies this year. This is the one that kind of is like, yeah, this is why I like to watch movies because movies can just sometimes make you feel a certain way and again like we've said it's beating a dead horse in a world that is just so shitty where people are shitty to each other and conflict yada 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 this movie is just nice and it's fun and it's a family movie and I laughed a lot and that damn bear is adorable yeah. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd come out of a year where there was a new Winnie the Pooh movie and I'd say there was a bear that was cuter than Winnie the Pooh uh, it's Paddington and he likes he just likes his marmalade sandwiches <laughs> he wants to make his aunt proud and he wants to make his family that took him in proud Uh, Hugh Grant is really funny. as kind of this stupid, clumsy, bad guy. Uh, There's also um, Brendan Gleeson from In Bruges plays uh, the prison cook, who's hilarious, and the family's really good. It's just a really nice and sweet movie. Uh, I can't wait to watch the first one. And again, I laughed out loud. Uh, Other than Tag, probably with this movie the most this year, it's very funny. Paddington says some one-liners that killed me. He's in prison (laughs) talking to these guys like they're little... like. Girl Scouts, and they're these rough, tough prisoners, and it's just hilarious. So Paddington Two is my number five.
2: Number four is Black K Klansman. Oh, um,
0: I just, I just
2: really enjoyed that film. Um, I mean, yeah, the ending. Yeah. the The flash forward of the ending is great. I agree. But before they get to that, I'm like, I don't need yeah. to watch this. It's a little much. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's what keeps it from. That's like the one of those things where. Like, why can't he just help himself, Spike Lee? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. why can't you just... And I didn't really get any super pretentious vibes until the end. No, yeah, I me mean, neither. I'm the saying. End.
2: But I, I know Adam Driver has been nominated a lot for Best Supporting. I think he's great. It's really interesting to see Denzel Washington's son right. do really well in a movie and be, is this hereditary? Right. No pun intended <laughs> to another great film this year. <laughs> Um, but I, I really, I really did enjoy that film. I could not imagine having the, the job of playing a member of the Ku Klux Klan and just like right. trying to get into that mindset. Cause I know
1: I read that. Toker Especially Kirk, cause this was in the eighties mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was not yeah, in was, the mm-hmm. height of everything, but 80s somehow David around. Duke is still around. Yeah. yeah. Why has that guy not been killed?
0: <laughs> I <mean, laughs> why well, hasn't
1: somebody shot that yeah, guy yeah. yet? Hate,
0: hate, hate, hate conquers <laughs> hate or whatever. I don't know. Bring on the hate. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that's it's that, a good movie. I, I do enjoy it and I, I know it's one of the tops of the years. I don't think it's the it's I don't think it's love. the top. It's definitely not my top, yeah. and I don't think it's the top. But I think it's a really important it's movie. Gonna, to it's watch. gonna it's yeah. gonna get some
0: love, no
1: doubt. Alright, that's a good one, Tom. Uh my number four is A Quiet Place. Okay. Um for me the best horror movie of the year. If you want to categorize it as that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh just also this movie kind of came out of nowhere really like in a sense that like John Krasinski had never written or directed anything right yep and it was just unbelievably good and you know sometimes horror movies or like sci-fi movies have like events and you it never gets explained why it is or what Mm -hmm. happened and you're like I need an explanation well this movie does that but like it does it better like you don't feel like you needed an explanation I agree uh, of what was going on to set it up, and it like goes from the beginning too. Mm-hmm. There's like no exposition here. A great You're opening. You're right in it right from the beginning, <clears throat> and it's just tension filled and good the entire time. I agree, I
0: agree. Um, I love this movie, and I'll talk about it in just a second. Ooh, um, but my, my number favorite. four, that's Four, right? Is that four. Four? four is Ready Player One. Love this movie. Yeah, and I will be talking
2: about it. In one second. In one second. Great. <laughs> right. uh, it's just.
0: It's great. It's so much fun. We t- I rewatched it. We just rewatched it the other night. It. People like to have fun when they go to the movies. I know we. You know, dramas are great. Biopics are great. You know, seeing real life stories portrayed on screen are great. But people like to have fun when they go to the movies. And this movie is the epitome of fun. I did not read the book, so I know there's that whole thing of people yeah, who have me read the neither. book so I didn't read who have the book said either. who have said, oh, it doesn't, you know, hold hold to the book. That's fine. I get that. People have said that about Harry Potter. You know, whatever. That's always gonna happen when there's an original source material. But going off the movie alone, it's great, it's fun, awesome soundtrack, two phenomenal scenes in the movie, the racing scene, and since yeah. I have now seen The Shining. Prior to the first time I saw Ready Player One, and now having seen The Shining, I loved it even more the second time. I felt like we yeah. were just right back uh, in that world, and it's just great. So Do you feel like, one so now one that four.
1: you had you had not seen The Shining prior to seeing Ready Player One yeah. the first time, you saw The Shining now you, and you just saw watched again. Ready Player One again. Yeah. Do you feel like it helped move it up the list for you? Absolutely, hmm. that, because that that one because that movie is about references. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I, it is entirely about references, but it is and. That movie, yeah. The Shining is a huge reference.
0: Yeah, and because uh, that's a that's a very that's a solid little scene that that's takes like 10 place. Or it's it's a great. It, going back to the Overlook and seeing that it's probably it might be my favorite scene in the movie. That or the racing scene are, are my Boy. two favorite scenes. Uh, hands down. Uh, and everyone's... The cast is good. Everyone's good. It's, Spielberg is a master at what he does. He's the hes the goat of directing. Uh, it's but so I, good. I would keep talking more about it. But <laughs> Anthony?
2: I also... I don't know how to read. So okay. I did not read the source oh, so, material. But my number third movie is Ready Player One. All right. I just... It is a long film. Two yep. hours, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat basically the entire movie. Yeah. The entire movie. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Just... I didn't even get all the references. Mm-hmm. But the references I did get were just yeah. awesome to yep. have. It's it's a movie for nerds. 100%. And it's, a, it's a movie yeah. for people who grew up with, like, when he becomes Mechagodzilla at the end, you're just like, I remember watching that film. Mm-hmm. And it well, was I think so much fun.
1: I just saw this now. I think it's a great movie for millennials Yeah. in the sense that most of the references are not terribly old. Mm-mm. No. You know what I mean? Like, they happened no. within the last 30-ish years. Yeah. So, and you
2: you've got a great story happening in the virtual reality world and happening outside it. You've yeah. got two yeah. great stories going simultaneously and then coming together at one. It's... Welcome
0: tomorrow and take notes because this is how it's, this, <laughs> yeah. this, this honestly this is how you can do have two different worlds and still have the movie overall be cohesive. And Ready Player One does it flawlessly. It, it's great. It is such a great mm-hmm. movie. So I I am with you one hundred percent, Tom. Uh, My number three is a movie you mentioned
1: already, Leave No Trace. Nice. Um, nice. We watched Sorry. this together. Mm-hmm. We both really liked it. Mm-hmm. And the more I thought about it, so, like, part of the reason this is so high for me is, like, kind of the opposite of trying to make, like, so I'm not a big indie movie guy. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't like indie movies. I yeah. just have never, like, made a real effort to watch yeah. a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And this is an indie movie. You yeah. probably have never even heard of it, honestly, yeah. if you're not paying attention to yeah. a lot of movies like we are yeah um it's a great story it's so, so well made and it's present day in like something in like a scenario that you would never even picture happening in mm-hmm. present day with a father and daughter just living yeah. in a park yeah homeless by choice yeah like and yep. the, i mean the daughter's only in like early high school yeah and junior high, yep. so like she doesn't have a choice but like in the de- and like it just moves on from there yep. and it's yeah it's yeah, like I said before, it's, it's, it's a really original idea. Yep. It's like,
2: super pretty movie, too. Yeah. Just the forests of Oregon and Washington, just the cinematography of yeah. it yep. is top-notch yeah. as well. And, and also it's emotionally moving,
0: especially yeah. the end. Like, yeah, it's really good. And also, I loved their first house. I would live there. Well, maybe not live there, but I'd <laughs> summer there, at least, for like a day. And then When you're
1: referring to house, are you referring to referring... their park? Yes. House. I would live there. <laughs> Are you referring to, to sleeping first? in the woods? Yes. <laughs> with a tent. For not a day. A, a day or, or two. Like a
0: lean-to or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look, they look cozy. It looks very cozy. It's not the Ritz-Carlton, but it looked nice. So I, I'm so glad that's on your list. My number three is A Quiet Place. Uh, again, we've all talked about it in some capacity. It's just for this being Krasinski's first shot at directing, writing, storytelling, all that stuff. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Um, it is it is great. It's great. It's it's a really well done horror movie. Uh, I've seen a lot of reviews kind of compare it to this is the Signs of 2018. If you've seen the M Night Signs Back movie, right and I could totally agree with that. I also would say it's probably a little bit better to myself. Um, the first time I saw it, didn't love the ending. Second time I saw it, really liked the ending, and I think that's what kind of what put it so high on my list. Um, it's yeah. just great. It's so it's just really well done. It has probably my favorite scene of the year i would say and that is a scene that involves john krasinski and yelling uh i think it's just it it really good emotionally yeah. um and it just it, that was the scene i was like yep this is a very complete movie mm-hmm. not only horror but has that heart to it and i thought you don't really ever see that in horror movies a lot that have heart to it and yeah that's kind of i thought it was, it was
2: a, a, a little cheap, cheap sometimes because it only had a couple jump scares, but those, yeah. were, those were cheap. Yeah. But I thought it did a really good job on suspense. Yeah. I think, just like you yeah, saw, you absolutely. saw that nail on the yeah. staircase. Yeah. You knew that nail was going yeah. to come into play. This
0: This and... isn't a movie like horror, like The Conjuring. Like, well, I'm never going to be able to unsee that. It's more like this is a thriller and a mm-hmm. suspenseful movie. My only one complaint with it is, why would the monsters not just chill by that waterfall 24 oh. seven and swat at it because it makes sound? Yeah. That's my I one, didn't like my that. one kind of like thing. Like the waterfall, and that's where Krasinski takes his kid. Why would why, why would the aliens not just constantly chill by that waterfall and try to eat fish or whatever's maybe. inside there? That's it my could only.
1: About the rhythmic noise
0: yeah. of it, it could be that's something like with water natural, too. It's I like don't a know, and maybe they just blend it out. and
1: don't. yeah,
2: and my other qualm is, um, why would you get pregnant?
1: <laughs> Why would
0: you do that to yourself?
1: Well, maybe they I'll, didn't do it on purpose. I would same. say, do we do we also know,
2: do we know how long it had been since since like the, first, the, the beginning had and then because uh, maybe she was already pregnant. A a years, years, I don't a day? Oh, was I years, thought
1: it was though. A years though, I thought it was years. I it was too. One day? No, it had <laughs> would have had to have been years because nobody else was alive.
0: I mean, there's yeah. so few other people True. alive. And yep, like, but like, yeah, I she you get pregnant? That's fair. That's fair. Okay, Anthony, you know that babies cry. Well they they had some remedies for
2: that. Number 2. <laughs> uh um this is tough in the top 2. Um but I probably everybody else has this either one or two and that is Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Should we just do on this discussion right now? Yeah, uh, it's it,
0: I, Yeah, whatever. Okay.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my my thing is just they did it. They did it 10 years and they it was great. Yep. It was great and I think my brother made this mention of cuz James Brolin showed up in the first Josh event. Roland. Josh Brolin. I'm sorry. Yep. James is his older father who is not <laughs> Thanos. Could be. <laughs> He's and Thanos. that to be a great idea. He's Josh! probably just as wrinkly as and his purple. chin. Um but they brought him in and said just trust us. Mm-hmm. We will have this it's going to be great and I I think it is a great movie of You root for the villain. Right. You root for the good guys. Yep. And I will see what they do in four months. Yep. But there's no reason, there's no way it's not good.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, like, a lot of times, what makes a good villain is that they, and movie villains, like, they do a good job of making you feel like the villain is justified Mm -hmm. in what they're doing. Or at least, you know, trying to explain their point of reasoning, their view of reasoning. And I think... Even though we just meet Thanos in this movie, they do a good job of him, of that with him.
0: I mean, it's really impressive because Thanos prior to this had only been given post credit scenes, and he has a little bit of a scene, I think, in First Guardians, Guardians right. or Guardians Two. One of them, I don't or remember. First Guardians, first Guardians mm-hmm. yeah, not Guardians. I mean, First Avengers. But no, oh, he's no. he, he yeah, in the scene with Ronan, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah with in, Ronan. in the First Guardians, yeah. correct? Yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that with, but that scene was maybe two minutes, three minutes, right. and then he's. Post-credit scenes, and this is Marvel's big baddie that they've been building up to for ten years, and it, this is this is Thanos's movie mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, I'll be talking about this movie again in just a second, as you could probably. Well, imagine. hot take, but yeah. It's my it's hot so take.
2: Good. This is going to be better than Endgame.
0: I agree. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. I will in a second, but I I am with you one hundred percent. And now I know what your number one is. So Tom, give us your number two. Uh, my number two is Ready Player One. Nice, um, nice, nice, nice. Damn it, this movie's fun. Yep, it's so great. Yep. um
1: Anthony already talked about it a little bit. You talked about, you know, it's, it's, especially for me, I'm a little bit older than you guys. So I get a little more of the references yep. and it, it just, the music is great. We, we just watched it, rewatched mm-hmm. it the other day. That was something I picked up on the second time. Yep. So how great the music is and music for movies is totally underrated. If you have great mm-hmm. music, that really helps it. Um, it's, it's just so fun. And yep. the animation is great. It's entertaining. Um, I love, Anthony pointed out and you and, uh, uh, expanded on it with the welcome to Marlin point about how both world stories are great, the mm-hmm. fantasy world and the real world. Um, yep. The balance there is great. Yep. Um. Just,
0: just a fun movie. I'm with you. I am with you. I have another point, but I'll wait till I say my first movie. With okay. You, so cool. Uh, my number two is A Star Is Born. Uh, this movie, it's everyone, everyone loves it. I've yet to find someone who, even I've yet to find someone said they they hated this movie, even if they just thought it was okay. Everyone loves this movie. It's rightfully so. You want to talk about directors knocking it out of the park on their first time. Bradley Cooper could very well win Best Director. He's going to be nominated. I think he should win as, of now, Best Actor. This is, I think, mm-hmm. the best performance he has ever given. He's so raw. He's so natural. Lady Gaga, who I've done a complete 180 on at first, I thought, who's this weird chick that goes to award shows, dressed as yeah. a milk carton, and right. now <laughs> she, is, she is a supreme talent, <laughs> She just seems awesome. She kills it in this movie. Sam Elliott is brother. I think she's getting brother, nominated. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Elliott as Bradley Cooper's brother. Although he, he truly is a supporting actor, he probably has my favorite scene in the movie with Bradley Cooper. It is a total brother-to-brother scene. And anything that ever does that movies, it's going to kill me, and it <laughs> killed me in this movie. Um, it's just great. The music is great. It's going to be nominated for everything. It's going to probably win a ton, and rightfully so, this is a powerhouse juggernaut movie that did not disappoint at all. You want to talk about terms of hype? I think I know where Anthony's list is going, so I'm going to let him talk in a second. It just it lived up to the hype. Mm-hmm. The trailers were great. It 100% lived up to the hype. Loved the Stars Born. I can't wait to see it again. Uh Anthony, go ahead with your number 2. Your number no, Number 1, number I'm sorry. One. Number
2: 1. Number 1. Luke just talk, talked about it is A Star is Born. It was my most hyped probably other than Infinity War. Yeah. After I saw the first trailer, just you you I don't like to watch movie trailers, and when you see as many movies in theaters as we do, you can't ignore them, and the minute that that trailer started, they the music in it is top-notch, the acting is top-notch, the story is real, there's only one moment that Luke and I have talked about that's like, okay, this is a movie, mm-hmm. but other than that, it is it is extremely realistic, Bradley Cooper's performance is just captivating as all heck, Um Lady Gaga is great. And I, I'm excited to see where it goes. Because to me, it's not pretentious. No. It's not, not pretentious movie making at all. Not at all. And so I, I don't know where the awards are going to take it this year. Because um, the favorite for me is kind of pretentious. Yeah. Um. Yep. Black K Klansman, you could say, is a little bit pretentious. Yep. This one is just a good movie. Yeah. That has rewatchable all over it. I saw it twice in theaters. Oh, you've seen it twice? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I saw, it saw it twice once. in theaters. Yep. And... Just it you make it makes you cry it makes you laugh it makes you feel and I think it is just a phenomenal movie that and to 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 be a story that has been told three times previous to it yeah twice in a musical yeah. way and
0: that's why some people are knocking because it's like well it's the fourth time they've done it or it's, and it follows the same beats of other movies who cares this yeah. movie on its own kills it. Mm-hmm. The bathtub scene in this movie, mm-hmm. it's the, it might be the best fucking scene of the year. Mm-hmm. It, if you it, want it, to watch good acting and strong, raw, natural acting as an actor who wants to do that career for the rest of his life, I watch that scene and I go, How am I how am I expected to do that? Mm-hmm. I like that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like what they're doing. It how do I get the there?
2: Same, it had the same Honestly. They had extremely good chemistry. And that bathtub scene had the same amount of raw energy as the quiet dinner scene in La La Land. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to watch this. This yep. is too personal for me to yep. watch. But I cannot stop watching this just because it is, they are pulling me in. And they, it's like the peak of everything that they've disagreed with. And yeah. you're just seeing it all unfold. Yeah. And just to see the ups and downs of a relationship, whether or not you're famous or not, you can yeah. definitely relate to it. 100%.
0: Great, 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 great pick. Thank great you. list. Good list. Thank you. Tom, number one? Avengers. Kip. Infinity War. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, a little, and I'm going to not go in too deep on this, but uh, piggybacking on what Anthony said, what a culmination movie. A yeah. culmination story. Like, you know, Marvel movies are 10 years old at this point. We've seen what feels like 30 of them, you know, and they just did such a great job of, Capping it off. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're obviously Endgame is really capping it off, but, like, they just do such a great job of wrapping it all. You see so many different characters, which I think the movie's a little underrated um, music-wise. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Acting-wise, it's really good. Yep. I don't know how um, they did it. Yeah, honestly. Uh, yeah, the Russo brothers did a great job of putting it all together. Yeah, I agree. It's like a giant puzzle. Mm-hmm. And they just fit it well, fit it all together so well. Yeah. Um, And also, so the other point I was going to make with Ready Player One, and Avengers Infinity War. This is why people go to the movies. Exactly. Like, these... Like, the point of movies is to entertain you. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's movies... Like, Leave No Trace is obviously a very different movie than these yes. movies. Yes, yes. But, like, if you just want pure entertainment, you cannot get better than these yes. movies. Yes. That is
2: that like, is big screen surround sound. People
0: like to have fun. Yeah. It's not a and crime to have fun anymore. Exactly. These, you know, and it, funny. it's great. They're the action is mm-hmm. good, the graphics
1: are good, the storytelling is good. Yeah. The, I mean, the right... Like... It's just a
0: great, yeah. great piece. Right? I'm with you. It's it's my number one as well. Yeah. Infinity War is my number one movie of the year as well. It's by far my favorite. I won't say by far. It is my favorite MCU yeah. movie. Uh, I've seen it a couple times. I just think it's, I think it's a culmination. And the one thing I want to say about Infinity War, kind of comparing it to Endgame, which we won't see for another four months or so... Regardless of... We know what's going to happen in Endgame. I mean, yeah. any anyone who's plugged into this universe knows not all these characters who are gone in Infinity War. They're not staying gone. Nothing some might. Ever. you know, Some might. Some may not. Some should. Some should. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... This is a spoiler right now for Infinity War, yeah. if you haven't seen it, if you haven't, whatever. Gamora should stay dead. It, that is the I most agree. powerful scene in the movie of a father killing his child to get what he wants. If they bring her back, which I know they're going to, it won't that... It, it's not that it's going to... Kind of cancel out that scene in Infinity War. It's just going to make me go, why? Why? Yeah. Bring back Spider-Man. Like bring back Black Panther.
1: It, but come on. I'm not going to judge that fully until I see how they do yes. it. exactly. But, yeah, <clears throat> it does make me skeptical. Is Because exactly. you are right. Because I'm big on, like, for me, the movie is in two parts in the sense that everyone that died pre-snap yes. and post-snap. Yes. Po- everything post-snap yep. is Coming back. Yes. yes. That was like, shock value. One hundred percent. And it worked. And it, yes. it, it worked. Yeah, yeah.
0: And for this movie, this is the point I wanted to make. For Infinity War, just the movie Infinity War, it worked and it was great. And that's why, unless for some reason they just are naked for two and a half hours of endgame jerking off right. whatever, you know. Some what,
2: people might enjoy that movie. They more. might.
0: I don't know. Maybe Spacey's there. Who knows? <laughs> um, if if whatever happens in Endgame it should not really tarnish what happened in Infinity War in my opinion I agree I think that that Infinity War is a movie that can stand on its own obviously there's going to be what happens after and I can't wait to see what happens after and we kind of know what's going to happen after and really I think you have to like
1: you're going to have to judge the movies together as a whole yeah Yeah, because it it really is one big story Mm -hmm. yeah it, i mean so i yeah.
0: i i loved infinity war it combines action comedy great acting and they made this crazy 10-year plan work somehow and it, like they, they did it flawlessly they really did
2: yeah i don't get why this movie can't be a best picture nominee
0: 100 percent. i mean if i and I, I i don't want to compare it's like apples and oranges this to black panther because they're both great films but my opinion, this is just overall a better made film better and picture. had much more had much more on at stake than a Black Panther did. I know 100%. the cultural significance that Black Panther had, and that is fantastic and it's awesome. Um, but in my opinion, just in terms of what is the better film, it's Infinity War than Black Panther. I'm Absolutely. not saying Black Panther Black Panther's great. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just Infinity War's better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's my opinion. Absolutely. And that's that. So that's it we did it our top 10 do you want to run through them real quick one more time just uh since they're nice um yes I was just, yeah just to real quick just speed through them
2: green book halloween mission impossible fallout love simon spider-man into the spider-verse boy erased Black K clansman ready player one
1: avengers infinity war and a star is born uh for me starting at 10 den of thieves solo black panther black clansman love simon eighth grade A Quiet Place, Leave No Trace, Ready Player One, Infinity War.
0: And my 10 through 1, 10, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Sicario 2, Bohemian Rhapsody, White Boy Rick, Leave No Trace, Paddington 2, Ready Player One, A Quiet Place, A Star Is Born, Number One, Infinity War. So, that's our top 10. We're going to make history on this bonus episode. We're taking a second break, because when we come back... I have to pee. Anthony has to pee, that's why we're taking the break. When we come back, we're going to just talk real quick, movies overall as a whole... Things that worked, things that didn't best comedies of the year, movies that were overrated, underrated, the why net streaming effective streaming why Netflix needs to get their shit together. It's all coming back to more. We're taking a third a second break. We told you this was going to be a long episode. you knew what you were getting into. We'll be right back. You're listening to the unemployed guys podcast. Welcome back to part three. Woo-hoo. Part three. We're of the alive. <laughs> Unemployed Guys podcast bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. It's not technically the, the start to season two. That will be happening soon. Uh, when Sean is back from vacation. We don't have an official date yet, but definitely within the next week to week and a half, we'll be doing our first episode and kicking off season two. A lot of fun stuff coming up there. But before we get to season two, got to wrap up uh, the 2018 movies talk. So we've given our best. We've given our worst. We found out that Anthony watches way more movie than any movies than anyone yeah. ever should. Yeah. Um, let's just have a quick discussion, if we can, about just the year overall. Did we yeah. like this year? Was it good? Was summer good? Was summer bad? Were the Oscars good? Not good? Where are we at? Tom, I'll start with you this time around. What did you think overall 2018 as a year? Good, bad, ugly, um, whatever, who cares?
1: So this is by far... So I've never done this before, in the mm-hmm. sense of like tracking all my movies. It's yep. something I've thought about. Um, it's definitely way more movies than I've ever watched in the year in a year that were made, you know, made in the calendar year. And like, you know, I watched sixty-two movies this year, and you watched seventy-six, and Anthony watched eighty-eight. Those didn't even count the movies we watched outside of movies that were yeah. made in twenty eighteen. But anyway, as far as this year goes, um, fine year for movies. I think not great. Um, again, I haven't seen some of the big ones like I mentioned earlier, yeah. especially like Oscar-contending movies. Yep. Um, good year for action movies, yes, which is I like agree. a genre I like. Mm-hmm. So good year for action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, decent year for horror with Quiet Place, Hereditary, and Halloween. Mm-hmm. Still, Not you got great. your stinkers in there too. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. But I feel as like you always have, I feel like that's horror every year. But
2: I, yeah, you know, like a I actually stand-outs think.
1: Doubts, and then I think it was a ones. good
2: year for horror. Yeah, overall, I do. yeah. I mean, you got hereditary, the Halloween franchise is back, A Quiet Place. I can go through my list some more, but some some good movies out there for. I horror think fans. horror
0: has really elevated itself as a genre over these past few years. They've, I think I think we've gotten great movies. The Conjuring's are great. You get your Lights Out, your Don't yeah. Breathe, uh, the Witch. A lot of people yeah, really they've, love.
2: They've They've just become good films. Not they're just not as horror, much I of agree. a laughing they're stuff of as they once were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the stories, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's really interesting uh I'm gonna kinda just trans transition. you talked about genre this year, a genre no. this year, I think that really struggled, actually, looking at lists, I didn't see Spider-Verse so I can't speak on that. I think animation this year, which is kind of whatever. Usually there's like yeah. two or three that I really love this year. I thought Incredibles 2 was all right. It was all right. Um, I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph or Spider-Verse, but other than those three, I haven't really heard of anything that's like, you gotta see right. this. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of there. A genre I love personally, comedy, not good this year. No. It was not yeah. good no. at all. I thought yeah. Tag was the best, and although I thought Tag was the best this year... I think if you compare it to comedies like of the past 10 years, it's not even in a top 10 there. But that's okay. Because like Tag is funny, but
1: it's more of a good story that's also funny rather than just being funny.
0: And that's okay. It doesn't need to always be a competition and where does this movie rank on your list? I'm just saying overall movies uh, looking at uh, things like I thought Game Night was alright Super Troopers 2 was okay but then you've got movies like The Life of the Party The Spy Who Dumped Me I Feel Pretty Mm -hmm. some people thought Crazy Rich Asians was super good I thought it was whatever Holmes and Watson was just tanked I mean it was not a good year for comedy
2: yeah I'm just thinking like last night we were watching Anchorman and
1: gosh that is just yeah, better yeah. than anything that came out this year. One hundred percent. There's not
2: been much laugh out loud comedy, I feel. Yeah. 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 Or quotable comedy I for agree. quite a
0: while. I agree. So I think there Anthony, is there a genre or I mean I think you guys did it that surprise you, didn't I,
2: surprise you? I agree with Tom. I think it was all right. Again, I saw a lot of just bleh, yeah. meh movies. Some good original concepts I think out there. Yeah. Though. Yeah. That we're still we're not just doing sequels. Yeah. I right. think there were a lot of reboots this year. Mm-hmm. Kind of with Halloween and Bumblebee. Yeah. But there are, I think there are some good original ideas. Again, I, for some of these I don't know if they were based off of books or not, but some just this isn't part of a franchise yeah. or anything like that. I I think there are some good ones out
0: there. I think overall the year of twenty eighteen, I'm with you guys. I thought it was I thought it was good. Not great. Also, I think when you see as many movies as we did, it does become oversaturated. Yeah, and it, yeah. I don't want to say it becomes like a job uh, because we're not getting paid but to do it. This, but hey, like, it definitely <laughs> definitely felt like work. If somebody at some wants to pay us to watch yes, these, I'll did. gladly watch Mowgli and yeah. give you a review on it. Yes. Um, but I, I think overall, the summer of 2018 was after Avengers came out, I thought in general was just okay. I agree. Uh, even maybe not even borders on not good, because I didn't love Ant-Man and the Wasp, didn't like Jurassic World, movies like that, I just thought whatever, Deadpool 2 I thought was just meh, uh, so I thought, and the thing that kind of bums me out, and if we're kind of doing a year in perspective, I really thought this year the Oscar movies were going to be great, and I, I haven't seen all of them, so I can't, I can't speak to that, but I'm, I'm talking about movies like Halloween and Widows and Creed 2 and Welcome to Marlin. And a lot of those movies, I left just going, they were okay. They weren't great. Widows for me, and we'll talk about this, movies that I thought, I don't want to say it was overrated because I thought it was very good, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little disappointed in it just because it was so high up for me. And I've talked about this on previous episodes, but I just, it was so anticipated for me for the fall movie season. And I just left going, yeah, it's good. It could have been great. Um, is there a movie for you guys that you thought that you were super excited about and you just kind of left going, meh, and then on the opposite k- side of that coin, movies you weren't excited about that you liked more than you thought you would?
2: I mean, first gut reaction for a couple are, are for semi-disappointing movies are White Boy Rick. After watching the trailer, I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be top-notch. Welcome to Marwen. I agree with you that I felt like I should have been crying throughout that whole movie yep. and really didn't. The only thing that tugged at the heartstrings for me was that trailer. Yeah, every time I saw it. Yep. Um, again, it's difficult with, with this with the Conjuring universe. The Nun disappointed. Yeah. Um, they're always hit and miss on some of their movies. So yep. the Nun was a disappointment on a really cool character from the yep. second Conjuring. Yep. And they had they tied it in well with the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. but not as well as they could have. Yep. Um, I'll keep. Cloverfield paradox was a yeah. disappointment, but yes, Lee, that was already in our bottom ten. Venom was a disappointment.
0: See, now we'll talk. That's one I would have on the other list. I had yeah. such low expectations for it just off of word of mouth that when I watched it, I actually would say I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought we could it have it been very, in the same boat with this. It was Sean liked it too a lot. Yeah, I know Sean enjoyed it a and lot. He's more
1: too. critical than we are. Yeah,
0: he he said he was like that was perfectly fine. He enjoyed it.
2: <laughs> I think Fantastic Beasts was disappointing. Yeah. yeah, I think that should have been much better. And I'm I'm worried that the um desire for them is waning yeah.
0: just the, it, there's like three more coming down the line and like i don't, I don't feel like all the people are like we need them yeah. everyone's like no no keep them away <laughs> uh remember
1: how we had that talk a couple months back about Movies that could possibly threaten the hundred million dollar in the opening weekend threshold. And yeah. I said, I said, and fantastic. I years. said, yeah. Mary
0: Poppins. We were both and very oh, much the... You were closer than I was, I'm not sure. Mary Poppins I mean, both, did not do well like financially. Were opening week.
1: Nowhere close.
0: Yeah. Um, opening week, that yeah. is. Um, Which I
1: don't think, for the record, a movie did that, right? $100 million I don't think so. I know
0: movie. Aquaman came close. I think Aquaman was late 60s, Seven, uh, early yeah. 70s, maybe. Um. But yeah, I don't nothing. Nothing surpassed hundred right. opening weekend yeah. since I don't. I guess it was Avengers, right? Yeah, or, or Jurassic World maybe. Maybe Jurassic World two. I don't remember. I think Honestly, it was Jurassic. I World don't remember 2. off the top of my head. I think but so. Yeah. Okay, Tom. Any for you that were? Um, I don't
1: have under over. One movie in particular that I was like super jazzed for that mm-hmm. I thought was really disappointing. Yeah. I mean, movies overall that I didn't like as much as I thought I might like. And not to say that I think they're bad yeah, or I that's didn't fine. like them. Yeah. Um, Operation Finale is just kind of in the middle of the pack for me, whereas I thought it could have had, like, top ten potential yeah. maybe going in. Uh, um, we already mentioned Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, Happy Time Murders, yeah. you know, because, like, you already said, in a year where comedy was weak, like, they had yeah. a real opportunity there. And this movie is a movie that we ta- we've, Luke and I have talked about as far as great Ideas and concepts that just were not carried out. Yep. And this movie really had it. Um, I can't remember another one, but I'll come across it. Yeah. Again. Uh, but Jurassic World two. Yeah. That movie is yeah. very disappointing. Yep. Not it's not in the concept thing, but just a movie that's disappointing. Super Troopers two. Like, people love that first movie. Yeah. I don't love it as much as I do. I like it a lot. I think yeah. it's very funny. It's all right. Yep. This one was just whatever. Yeah. Like a couple chuckles like yeah. throughout, but no real like laugh out loud yeah. moments like
0: i didn't i didn't i don't know what they were I didn't, doing i didn't hate it but i had a couple good belly laughs so yeah. to speak and other than that it was yeah i i'm with you there um, um
1: and as action movies like i wanted tomb raider to be good but it's not yeah. um the predator movies i don't and know what they too. keep doing there yeah. uh whatever
0: i <laughs> i am with you on a lot of those i will say for some that, some that caught me Off Guard that I really liked, and uh, Sicario 2, again, would be one I didn't have a lot of... Den of Thieves was another one for me. Uh, Anthony said it in his worst, I think the best Netflix's movie this year was Cargo, the Martin Freeman post-apocalyptic movie, excuse me. I thought that was by far the best movie that Netflix put out. Another one that Netflix put out, like Father, The Mule wasn't too bad. Um, And then two movies... uh, for again that kind of caught my heart were Rampage and Venom I really enjoyed those movies for what they were I'm not going to say they're great they're stupid action movies but I was I really enjoyed those and then kind of on the opposite side of a rock movie that I was really excited about that I just thought was whatever Skyscraper Yeah. I thought Skyscraper could have been The Rock's Die Hard uh, maybe, like his next big franchise, and it just wasn 't it was it was whatever yeah. it 's not bad it 's just whatever right. Right. so
2: you like rampage more than Skyscraper Yeah, I'm sorry. I disagree with that I yeah. think skyscraper for me, I saw it in theaters with
0: just the idea that it was happening super high up on yeah. skyscraper, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: some of the shots in theaters, like I felt my stomach
0: yeah, out. and that 's different because yeah. we watched it at home, and then also kind of the other thing of that is rampage i 'm always a little bit biased towards movies that take movies that take place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you're from those villains it a, it's kind of terrible. oh they're, they're awful they're they're, they're terrible acting they're cartoon awful. but I I the best part about rampage is the rocks relationship with George uh-huh. the monkey it uh-huh. was it was fantastic so um, surprises so surpri- did we already do surprises? I just, those are my surprises the ones that oh. kind of let me down I guess I would so I got say some I guess I would say maybe again widows I thought was could have I was good it just could have been great uh, for me obviously I welcome I said welcome to Marwin Deadpool 2, I thought could have been really Fun. I think the first one's fun. I don't go ape shit for Deadpool like a lot of people do, mm-hmm. I know. Um, but I thought the sequel is just okay. As much as people are talking about Bird Box, I thought it was a turd box.
2: Really? Yeah, I didn't think it was yeah. anything that great. That's funny. What you just said was funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> I like that. I'd like the record to state that.
0: Um, yeah, Buster Scruggs I thought was whatever. Blockers, I know a lot of people really liked it. Oh, I thought, I thought it was whatever. And a movie that I thought... Could have been great and I was I just want also I just I didn't know what the fuck was going on towards the end it was Annihilation. Oh yeah. that's that's on my surprise. Once Jennifer Jason Lee shit that spirit out bah. of her mouth at the end, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But the first theater. twenty minutes of that movie though is awesome. And yeah. it's like this is really cool. And then it just kinda goes, eh.
2: For sci fi movies though, I think that is one of the best of recent times. Yeah, I thought it's, it's super confusing. Yeah. But yeah. when is sci-fi? Yeah. When is good sci-fi yeah. not confusing? I thought yeah, it, it came
0: I, in at
1: fifteen for me. So yeah, it was, oh, came man, in. Me like, too.
0: I really liked it. 15. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was just whatever. I thought movies in recent years like Arrival or Ex Machina did a lot better. Really, oh, like, it, Ex Machina better. And same person, person yeah. did Ex Machina. The same director, yeah. I believe. So yeah, that those are those are just some that kind of mm-hmm. let me down. I guess. Yeah, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Marwin Those. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So some of my surprises: Annihilation, as we just said. Um, if you could have told me that. I would have really enjoyed Bumblebee six months ago. Yeah. I would have slapped yep. you in the face. But way to way to restart that franchise. Um, that was really good. Great acting in that. Michael Bay didn't touch it except yeah, by producing. That's why it's and good. That's it's what why. we needed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that director is relatively unknown. Also hysterical movie yeah very, very funny, funny movie and it's a female writer and yep that's good to know I like
0: Haley Steinfeld she's
2: awesome mm-hmm. she's great I enjoyed The Mule I think Me that's too. actually why my 90 year old grandpa spends the winter months in Texas okay ah.
0: we'll find out soon can I, can I say about The Mule real quick yeah and I won't go into like the full things that are said um, and I've talked about this before on the show kind of current cultures PC what's appropriate what's not I I must say that I respect the hell out of Clint Eastwood For, in a world that says what you can and can't say, he gives the middle finger and says, watch me say it. And I I think think that's really, but also with him though, it's never, like, I never watched go, oh, this is just negative to be negative. It's something in The Mule, with that movie particularly, it's very endearing in a way. Mm -hmm. He's very charming when he's saying... He's he's 90-year-old. It was a
2: different time that he grew up. There's like
0: your 90-year-old grandfather who's saying stupid things and he doesn't know he's saying stupid things. And then there's your 90-year-old grandfather who says them to be mean and malicious. And that's not The Mule. But
2: what I'll also say is with the things that he says... If he's corrected in the movie, yeah. his character was like, Oh, okay. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's do that. It's, like it's, it's yeah, like it's learning. It's it's very it's very yes. it's cool and that. It's just, and overall, overall I really like the mule. I wish it would have been twenty minutes longer and it could have been I think I think it could have been a great movie, but that's just Clint me. was great. Yeah. Uh,
2: Bad Times at the El Royale was oh, I like wanna a see that, unique Original concept, it was fun. Uh I was gonna say I think Blockers for Me was the best comedy of the year over ten. Wow. I I enjoyed it. Good okay. movie with heart. Um some other ones. I ended my year seeing Private Life, which I just saw in an article. It was a Netflix original mm-hmm. with Katherine Hahn, Paul Giamatti, and there are a couple trying to have a baby, and they're struggling in their 40s, and it's just an, just a good film that completely went under the radar. Um, I think the last one I want to talk about was a movie called A Simple Favor. Yeah, I heard him. And it's uh, Anna Kendrick and Blake, uh, Blake Lively. Lively based on a book. Just... Yeah a good mystery thriller kind of thing that completely under the radar for me.
0: Tom, do you have anything that kind of surprised Um, you? Yeah, well, going with my theme of action
1: movies, I don't have it super high on the list. It's 21, but a movie I think that is, like, under the radar good in the action genre is Upgrade. Mm -hmm. Yes. That one, that movie was really entertaining. Fun. Um, Again, it's not great, but it's really fun. Yep. And it panned out pretty well. Um, A movie that could have been better, but was good, the whole great idea didn't paint out hotel artemis yeah um that movie had some real potential didn't fall through Mm -hmm. uh but going with anthony's uh theme of horror movies the good the ritual is really good yes movie yeah that movie if you like horror movies and you want a story that you haven't seen before Mm -hmm. and something you may not think about The Ritual is something Netflix did right. Mm -hmm. I I agree.
0: Is it it a Netflix original, or is it one of they released on Netflix? it's a
1: foreign film that I think they like essentially the Netflix picked up. The Ritual is
0: great. It has some great acting in it, which you don't always get with horror movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And that was actually a trend this year, great acting in horror movies. Tony Collette in in Hereditary is crazy good. Um, Yeah, I'm with you. The Ritual was a, a pleasant surprise as well.
2: Whoever plays the nun...
0: They are. It's Whoopi Goldberg. They, they are a looker. They <laughs> are a looker. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so that's so kind of in Netflix. We talked about this very yeah, early let's on. Let's do that. Netflix and streaming services in general. Mm-hmm. Well, how many
2: did
1: you see in theater this year? Okay, well, I got oh, those. Got, Tom's well, got some i numbers, got not right. perfect. Give, okay, give it to Okay, So it. we saw, again, guy. we saw a total of 226 movies. Um, in the theater, I only saw 14, Luke saw 28. Anthony saw forty nine movies in the theater. <laughs> now he movie did pass. have Movie Pass, for about especially half of those. over the summer when he wasn't busy teaching. Yep, he saw a lot of movies. But forty nine is seven more than Luke and I saw combined yeah. in the theater. That's a lot. So um, we all streamed twenty to twenty five movies: twenty, twenty five, twenty two, and then other, which is we Red Boxed them, you rented them, you saw them on DVD. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty three, and seventeen. So percentage wise. 40% of the time we saw movies in the theater Anthony obviously carrying that there and then essentially rounding down rounding the numbers 30% streaming 30% renting yeah so interesting you may not think streaming 30% of your movies is a lot but how lot. often were you streaming your movies just two years ago it was yep like five yeah. years ago yep like that movie was way lower yep like or non-existent yep like regardless of Netflixing, Netflix putting out crap yeah they're putting out stuff, and they're only going to keep putting out stuff. Yeah. And none of us... Do, Anthony, did you see Roma? No. No. And none of us saw Roma. But Roma is a movie by Alfonso Cuaron, mm-hmm. the director, famous director. It's getting super good
0: reviews. Yep. Gravity, uh, Prisoner yeah, of Azkaban. Right. Yep.
1: That could be an Oscar-type contender movie. Yep. And regardless of how you feel about The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, mm-hmm. the Coen brothers make really good movies, yeah. critically occurring movies. And, like, those movies are going to keep coming to Netflix. Yeah. Like, they're only going to keep getting more yep. as long as they have the money to fund that stuff. And, like, it's just Netflix and streaming services are, gonna, they are, a player. are going to continue to grow to be a bigger player in the movie industry.
2: Are I you? mean, maybe even on a crappier scale of a movie like Bird Box, mm-hmm. the internet blew up about yeah. that movie... Yep. And nobody saw it in theaters. Right. Everyone was sitting right. at home watching all their computers yeah. the TV. You know, I mean,
0: they, they had the thing of they said... A lot of families, you know, at Christmas time go to the movies. Obviously, they did that again this year. But you know how many families probably stayed at home and said, Oh, I heard this bird box thing. Right. It's crazy. Let's watch yeah. that. Especially My family the, and I did
1: it. Especially when you're home and it's not just you. Yeah. You know, there's five or six yeah. or ten or twelve Regardless of you of the movie, sitting is a, the around. The movie
0: is a turd box, but, I mean, people, people went and saw it. What I was going to say, Tom, you're exactly right. Roma... I haven't seen it, but I, it's gonna probably get nominated for at least best foreign film of the year, and it could It'd even probably, go, probably best picture. Would be my guess. Um, also, *Ballad of Buster Scruggs*. So, there's some big names that are coming to Netflix. There's a huge movie coming to Netflix in 2019 the Irishman is that Martin Scorsese movie yeah. and that's getting released oh, really? to Netflix I believe and it's also going to be shown in theaters kind of how like they're doing with Roma with Amazon Prime well yeah. you, you
2: know, so it's like a Netflix yeah. studios film
0: I I I think so or at least it's being distributed yeah. on Netflix first and that's like Scorsese's like Love child, it's all his guys from like his old movies. Yeah, so they're gonna continue to do it. Whether or not not it's Netflix here, no Amazon Prime's getting in the game, Hulu
1: can get in the game, you know, even HBO puts out great documentaries. Like, if you love that kind of thing, and HBO is
0: good too because you can. Although they're not really putting out as much original content, they're putting out things that you can watch. I mean, that's yeah. Paddington too. That's why I I, yeah. I, hopped, I woke up to the morning, and I said, "I'll oh, watch this," and it blew me away. You know, I mean, so they're they're putting out content in a different way, but content nonetheless. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be interesting. I I think though, what I can just say again is Netflix, they're going to keep doing this, and it's it, I think it's great. Just take a second to realize what is working and what isn't because there are some movies this year like cargo or like father i personally really enjoyed outlaw king those were good things but then you have your father of the year game over man extinction turd box yeah. bandersnatch is interesting it's a cool concept but the movie it's itself is whatever
2: um you have more access to movies now than ever, and, than ever on whatever platform yeah. Yeah. Even if you wait till Redbox, just the idea of Redbox is still relatively new. If you want to think about it, yep. your access to movies—you
0: have no excuse. That's one thing I wanted to yeah. say. You could all see eighty-eight movies. <laughs> Start now. <laughs> um, that's one thing I wanted to say because you know a lot of it. If you go to the movies, you know this is just a, a small example. I, I even talked about this the day I saw it on the show. <clears throat> when I went and saw *Widows*, I went at eleven and fifteen in the morning. I think it was. Cost me $15.75. Yeah. Now, granted, that was a, at a much more upscale theater. What I'm getting at this is mo- going to see movies in the theater can be expensive, especially if you have family mm-hmm. or kids mm-hmm. or you're going with friends or you're doing yeah. dinner before. It, it's not, it, a dinner in a movie is no longer really a cheap date night kind no, of thing no, that it no. was 10 years ago. No. So, Getting a thing like Netflix or going to Redbox is great counter-programming. It's so more
1: economical. You may
0: may have to wait three months to see the movie you really want to see, but if you're not an avid moviegoer... For my my parents, for example, the other day they said, we want to go see A Star is Born, but it wasn't playing anywhere because it came out two months ago. And and I said, well, you can go see it again in a month when they re-release it for the Oscars. Or I said, or just wait five more weeks when it comes yeah. out on on-demand and rent it for four or five bucks, yeah. as opposed to going to the theater and, and paying $8 a ticket. You That's know? the other
1: thing. Not, so, like, streaming services, like Netflix, produce their own original content. Yeah. But they also get other movies, just like Hulu or HBO do, and they get those movies so much more sooner mm-hmm. than... Than they used to You know it used to be like Six months before it was on DVD or Absolutely And now it's like Three months Yeah You know those movies Get pumped out Almost immediately Yeah To be able to watch them At home easier Yep And so things just don't Stay in the movie theater As long as they used to either Yeah And like I can't believe
2: Even a movie so high And popular as Infinity War Mm -hmm. You can just go watch it On Netflix right now On Netflix
0: Yep Or you you could have gone to Redbox in April or September And paid two dollars for it And you could have Watched it then I mean that's what that's yeah. the only honestly the financial aspect of this game we played the only way I had a chance of beating Anthony was Netflix and Redbox. Yeah. Had we made a rule where it was like we're only counting in theater releases, I would not have won because mm-hmm. I couldn't right. I could not have afforded it. Yeah, it's just yeah. that simple. And like the
2: only cheap tickets now is if you get the early bird special, and you yeah. see the first show at like eleven a.m. I, mean, I just said
0: right. I went to a matinee that was sixteen dollars, and granted that's we're in the city, so it's different than a suburb, but still. <sighs> It's insane. So I can I'm, red box eight movies for that price. One hundred percent. I could. I could go <laughs> eight and almost. Movies. I could almost go and buy just buy a movie to own forever on Blu-ray for that price.
2: It's getting too pricey.
0: It is. It's insane. And I mean, that's if you just want to go get in to see the theater. And then if obviously there's the surplus thing of if you want, or the excess thing of if you want to get popcorn and a drink, it's right. it's outrageous. And like it's all of us
1: still enjoy the act of going to movies. I love it. It's mm-hmm. great. But I, do you think it'd be interesting to see? assuming like what we've talked about where streaming services gain more power and recognition that it'll help drive the price of movie tickets in the theater down because people aren't coming to
0: the movies as if much if it becomes competitive if, if streaming services start taking away that uh, amount of viewers and money yeah it could happen I it think it just
2: keeps I that's not what the trend's going though the trend yeah. keeps going up yeah up. yeah I mean
0: I think it could but also then to Anthony's point you know uh, if they if, if Theaters around the world said, we're going to charge a base price ticket of 12 to $13 for everyone to go see Avengers that game. People will go see it. Right. The, the, the fandom is such is so right. big for that. But then, it's why movies like A Leave No Trace or A White Boy Rick, if they say, if theaters said that for movies like that, people would be like, well, no, I'm not yeah, going to do yeah. that. I'll wait till and it comes out. Movie mm-hmm.
1: theater prices don't affect the big blockbuster movies. Exactly. They exactly. affect the smaller movies. 100%. And, like...
0: Yeah, like they can have, affect the big ones though if the big ones suck. Right, looking at right. Cracker in the four realms, yeah, you <laughs> know, or whatever. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: It's it's those smaller movies that may have gotten to theaters taken before that can't afford to go in theaters now mm-hmm. that Netflix really can
0: propagate from. Yeah,
3: so. which is
0: why I'm happy for a movie like A Star Is Born or A Bohemian Rhapsody, if you will, because yeah, they're they're not like these small little indie movies like First Reformed or right. Hereditary. <clears throat> but they're not the scale of an Avengers or a solo. They're kind of in that middle and they both did really well financially. So cool. And they pro you know, they might have been made I don't know what their budgets were, but they weren't Avengers type budgets, I know that for a fact. So it was just kinda nice to see kinda like that middle class, if you will, able to, you know, go see a, a drama like that and it did really well, not only uh financially, but also a lot for Starsborn critically as well, mm-hmm. obviously. So mm-hmm. just interesting. So I can't really think. Other than that, look, we've yet. I, I have one have more, more option. You have something else you want to but say? But
2: if we don't want to do it, that's Go ahead. okay. What do I you was going to say, like, name a couple since it's January second. A Couple 2019 that we're excited for. That's right, expectations. Let's, um, let's close out with that. Yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Go, you start. Oh, first. maybe with a couple. Well, obviously, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I think we're I'm wrong, gonna let's so.
0: say I think we can knock off yeah. this right now. Endgame and episode nine. I feel yeah, like okay. okay, those are my big ones. Let's take those out of consideration. What else would you say?
2: I am not going to steal one of yours. I'm not going to steal. I Tarantino's got a new movie coming out once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, so I'm gonna and take murders. that one uh just saw the preview for jordan peele's new horror movie oh yeah oh yeah does that look right. good um i'm trying to think of what else we've got we've got oh of course the disney live actions that are coming out disney
0: is going to kill they kill mm-hmm. every year Aladdin is going and Lion to King this year financially. Yes, and yeah. the rated if you don't X like Disney, version of Hunchback year for you. Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Just wait for it. That's going to be at your high school. Oh, did it already. No,
2: not the rated X version. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't hear the rated X part. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Uh,
2: I'll, I'll pause there since we're we yeah. talked enough. But those we got a good year coming up. I feel. Yeah, this year this on paper time.
1: could be right. huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Huge.
1: Um, go ahead, Tom. Uh, I basically I have all the movies Anthony listed. Yeah. Um. I'll just add one more for the sake of conversation. I'm not. I know you're not excited about it, but Glass mm-hmm. is a. Um. At least people who love, um, M Night Shyamalan and those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's never done like a franchise thing before. Yeah. And so uh, that's obviously what Glass is a combination of of Split and Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. So it'll. I'm. I'm not like
0: super excited, but I am interested mm-hmm. Yeah, in mm-hmm. to see
1: how he wraps it up. Yeah,
0: I think that's, uh, once I see Unbreakable, I'll have more yeah. of an opinion. I thought Split was just, okay, James McAvoy is the best part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that a lot of people are excited for Glass, so I think yeah. that'll be interesting. And it comes out soon, like in two weeks you can see it. So, yeah. And it's kind of fun that a movie of that caliber gets released so soon. You know, because honestly, had they put that in like July or August, they'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense. It's like a summer movie." But I'm—it's cool that it's come out in January. Uh, some for me that I'm excited for. Anything Disney's doing this year, I think is going to be great. Lion King—I cannot wait. It's my favorite Disney movie, so to see the live adaptation, uh, I'm excited for that. Aladdin, sure, cool, great. Most the one I'm,
1: arguably two of the most popular Disney, yeah. Disney movies ever. We get them with them, and, some, and three that's three not even it. Uh,
0: in terms of the lives, because the one I'm really excited for is Dumbo. Uh, i think dumbo the trailers just look great um obviously i'm very biased just based off some of the cast but you know you play your favorites because they're your favorite um and the other one i'm really excited for it chapter two
2: i didn't want to take that one yeah from you. it
0: chapter two it's my favorite horror property i can't wait to see it will i finish the book before seeing part two <laughs> probably not but that's okay and then um what was the other one? Oh, um I, da, 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 da. oh the new Godzilla could be a lot of fun. Ooh, oh yes, yeah. Godzilla. I actually King like of, that one. King of Monsters one. and John Wick three. We get in May as well. Yeah, I'm ready to watch John Wick kill people all day every day. Yeah,
2: I, we might have to watch the first one tonight. John Wick. I've never seen. it. Oh wow. I've oh, seen the wow. second one. Nope. Oh, I have seen the third one though.
0: Oh really? <laughs> Who's in it? Advanced copy? Did you get? Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay, good. good he he returns. Good to hear. Oh yeah. So overall, 2019 on paper could be a great movie. Yeah. Obviously, we'll see. A great year for movies. Obviously, we'll see where we're at a year from now. Mm -hmm. But that's
1: it. I think the point is that if you... The other thing about watching a movie today, along with like TV shows and just activities in general, there are movies... If you want to watch a movie, there are movies out there to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go watch it. If you only like specific genres,
0: you can find stuff you want to watch and that you will enjoy. I agree. There's just a plethora of options out there. I agree. I agree. I agree. So... Anything else no, we before made it. we wrap this up? What a year! Movies are the best. Yeah, movies are the best. I'm excited to not have to watch on a competition <laughs> standpoint. I can kind of just go back to watching what I want to watch. Um, but you know what? Watching these many movies did give me a nice perspective. And although maybe I'll take 2019 off. Um, take a step back. You know, this was round one. You know, Rocky and Apollo they fought yeah. twice. And uh, no. we might have to do a Rocky two <laughs> right. maybe in a year or two with me and Anthony, because I'm going to crack 100. I, I if I can if I can do 76, I know I can get to 100 easily. We just need to space yeah. it out better. Yeah, Not, that's right, all. Yeah, yeah. None of this. 20 movies in, in the last Russia week into two months. Intense, it was but... it was a lot. So all right, that's it. That's the bonus episode.
2: Thank you for listening to us, Blabber. If you
0: listened all this way, if you love movies, thanks for being with us. Uh, if you're just a regular fan of the show, and you made it this way. Season two is coming. Sean will be back very soon from vacation. Then it's he. It's uh, it's the two of us again. Acting like idiots. Lots of fun things happening in season two. We've got some fun ideas. Thank you, Tom, for being here. Welcome. Have a great time. Thank you, Anthony, for being here. Always a pleasure. I'm tired of talking about movies. I want to go drink beer and eat some pizza. But, you know, Woo! I'll watch movies probably right after that. So I <laughs> love it too much. So that's it. That's the, that's the best and worst of 2018. Thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you in just a few short days, weeks, who knows, with season two of the Unemployed Guys podcast. I'm not going to say Sean's... You know, catchphrase because it's his. I got one. Go watch a movie. That was nice. Happy New Year, pal.